solid episode 29 in of you'd be dead oh yeah someday we'll get this right <laughs> nah no, if we get it right then it's boring i know ah there it is all right <laughs> um you'll learn how fun obs is it's actually yeah i know easy. i need to mess with it more but dude i need I'm- to well, I, I say more as if I've done, if I've done anything with it, but this it's like, it's intimidating, but it's actually super easy. The widest kids are like complaining about how hard it is, but it's just really not that bad. Dude, looking at you is like, you jealous? Pushed me to my twelfth reason. Why? Because well, I have more hair already. Yeah, one, you have more hair already, and two. You don't have this fucking receding hairline. I have this thing. Pretty cool. Yeah. But that's cool. That's character. <laughs> Dude, if I just keep, if I I just keep Bob's wearing this, hats. He's going to be like completely shaven. I like mine because it's starting to get darker. Yeah, yours is like already fucking way dark, dude. That was a. You know, my, mine probably would have been like that back in the day, but right now it's just. Hey, you got the beard. Worthless. My beard only looks good because there's nothing else on my face. Like, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't mind my facial hair, although I wish my things would touch right here, but they don't. Oh, I like so that. So I just keep... I want them to touch, but I just keep my end mustache hairs long so it looks like it's touching. <laughs> yeah, you got the, you got the nice little downspout. That's all I got. That's the only way I can do it. So jealous of people who, whose beard touched their mustache. So I started desperate on desperate ground yesterday or today or something. Pretty, oh, I like it. I have not started. It seems I need to. like I'm just comparing the writing style to, uh, what is that book called? Between two fires. Between two fires. Yeah, it's like. I like the I like this guy's writing style. I never really paid attention to it until like we read Between Two Fires because that guy's writing style was just so cool and good. I mean, it's nothing interesting. It's just so good. I know that's that's the thing that I've started paying attention to and like seeing too. It's because everybody is such a, like I like Stephen King's writing style because it's like dramatic. He's dramatic when he writes, and um, but he's also kind of sarcastic when he writes and. He gives his characters a lot of personality, and uh, but then like between two fires, the characters. I mean, I don't know if the, I feel like the characters had less personality, but his writing wasn't so much about their personality as it was like about the world. I mean, then it had the characters in it, and so every every writer's got like the different style of creating the picture and creating everything. 
Well, sometimes you get lost when you're reading stuff. And with this guy, I was getting lost. Like, at the very beginning, it was like, wait, who are these people? And you kind of, like, re reread it or re would re-listen to it. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? But it's just the way he introduces, like, the next place they're going. They'll He'll just talk about them. And then it'll be like, oh, then these strangers walk into this place. And now you have a back, you already have a background of where they're about to go into. And that was cool. Dang, I need then, to start it. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm talking about between two fires. But... Like in between two fires, he would talk about oh. them, like they're on the way to a village, and then in the next chapter, he would cut to like that village they're heading towards, and talk about them. And oh the yeah, like what and the then... fuck are they talking about? But then it's like oh yeah, and then a guy and a girl come walking like, up oh. the road. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I fucking dude, I that book was just so good, dude. Did you buy the hardcover? Wish... No, but I might. It's like fifty bucks. I think bucks. I might. I need to look for a used one because I was like, God, I don't know if it's worth <sighs> well, fifty bucks. Oh, but... so it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Not fifty bucks, man. I'm trying to get more tattoos and what else was I thinking? Oh, I want to get rid of that mattress back there and maybe get like a tent, like a greenhouse tent. See how cheap I can get one of those and like just start oh growing my God. fucking plants. You're inviting the gnats in again. Oh yeah, that's true. But I'll keep them in their little container, hopefully. <laughs> it'll be a... It'll be... Oh, I'm still composting, but that's out on my balcony now. And I keep spilling water when I'm watering my plants onto the guy below me. He's got, like, a chair, and I always spill water on his chair, and I'm like, fuck! Oh, <laughs> I need to man, move he's gonna fucking... get on the first floor. He's gonna come knock on your door one day and just be like... Just with a bucket of water, just throw it on you. I wanna Fuck. onto his grill, onto his hamburgers while he's cooking or something. <laughs> Putting his fucking grill out, goddamn. <sighs> when he walks inside I and I funny. drop some water and it puts his grill and he's like, What the fuck? Keeps turning on. Yeah, but you're inside. You're inside already, it doesn't matter. Hope I never um, meet that man. So tell me why you have too much power at your work for one man. Oh, I don't know. So, like, I was, a couple weeks ago, you know, I got sick, and I smoked a little weed, and I just got all fucked up in the head, mostly because I was getting sick, and I was tired every day. I was tired every day, and then, like, I wasn't doing my job as fast as I should have, so I was getting behind. So then I was getting stressed, and I was just like, fuck it, and I took a few days off, and I came back after the 4th of July, like, ready to go, feeling good, off the weed, and, uh... I got, like, some healthy food in me. So, anyway, um, then this job starts going on. And the scheduling, they fucked me up with scheduling again. They put gave me two jobs this week. And then this job, I floored the bathroom, did the shower. And I was like, hey, it says we're supposed to do this upstairs hallway. I'm not, I've never done that before. Like, normally stay in the bathroom. And he's like, oh, yeah, don't do that. And then the next day he calls me. He's like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to do that. So, it's a... <laughs> uh, that's a four day job for me. Like I'm, I can't do that in three days or like I'm going to be there all night and I'm just doing yeah, my job. Like, that... dude, if it's seven o'clock at night and I'm tired, like I can't work anymore. I'm going home. And if they're going to schedule me like this, like I'm just like finally putting my foot down. Like, like I'm, you're going to have to cancel the next job. Cause <laughs> this one's going to take me four days. And, uh, the, in the beginning, they say you got to do two bathrooms a week or, you know, you like, you're not full time. You can't work here, basically. And I was like, you know, this job would be perfect if 
I could just do one a week and one, one bathroom a week and one day of services a week. And then I could like take my time, get do it in three days. Like, and he's like, it's like, or I'm just going to like look for another job. Like I'm just like, maybe in three months, I think I'm going to transition out of here. And he's just like, Oh, well you, we can do one. You can do one a week. That's fine. <laughs> oh my um, God. I was just like, yeah, well, let's, because I might do more than that, but it's like, fuck, man. Like, I'm just. But if you do more foot. than that, if you do more than that, you want it to be your choice to do more. But you, if you don't feel like doing another one in the week, then. So what happened one. was the scheduling used to be good and they would like give me like two a week, but it was fine because they were easy or something. But now it's like there's these really hard ones where it takes three days, but they only schedule me for two days. And that third day I have another job. So it's like I need to bust ass and stay there till 10 every night or I'm not going to get done. And I'm just kind of over that. I'm like, no, if it's six o'clock and my brain's shutting off, like I'm going to start making mistakes. I'm just tired. Yeah. I want to go home. Like I want to do this like right. And these guys are like, no, you'll want to do it fast. I'm like, fuck that. Like if you, I'm kind of like either we're doing this my way or you hire someone else. I'll leave. I don't care. And like, well, so that's what I'm doing. That, that's why I'm the union of one. Cause they're just like, they're not, they love me. They started out. They're like, we fucking love you. You do. You never get callbacks. And I was like, Oh, you, you never give me power. I'm going to abuse it because <laughs> they, they don't have anyone ready to go. Like it's either me or nobody. And it's like, okay, well, it's well my, my way or the highway. That's such corporate. <laughs> that's just such corporate bullshit that it's like, we don't give a shit how it looks. Just fucking pump it out as many as you can. I know, and that's, that's how it so is, stupid. Dude. And I like the plumber. It was just in this one. The plumber fucking scratched the whole flooring that I just did. He like drags oh. like so like five gallon buckets and milk crates. You know they're plastic. He'll just drag that shit across yeah. the floor, and you know it's like been dragged on concrete before, so it's all fucked up. Well, dude, it doesn't even matter. It can be perfectly smooth if you're dragging because you're just putting vinyl down, right? Yeah. So if you drag fucking anything like across vinyl, anything hard at all, it's just gonna fucking scratch and it dirt all. There's dirt and there's shit everywhere still, and I try I keep it sweeped up, but I have a a big old cloth tarp I put down, so it's like, and I tell him all the time, I'm babying this plumber because he's he's a big dude and he fucks up everything, man. Like, <laughs> uh, and he's like one of my best friends, so he's like I love the guy, but I'm ba I'm constantly babying him, and I'm, he's cutting in the floor. I had to pull up some of the click lock flooring. I think I told you this. I pulled up the click lock flooring so we could cut into the floor for the plumbing and he's cutting right next to my 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 floor and i'm like dude let me pull that one out and he's like no i think i'm good and he was cutting into it like inside the wall so it's fine like underneath inside the wall where the plumbing goes and it gets covered up yeah and then he's like out over here where you know people walk and he's cutting into my floor i'm like dude i have to redo that floor now you just cut into it he's like He's like, what? It's, like, people are going to see that. He's like, oh, really? God damn it, dude. He actually cut into your flooring? Like, yeah, just like straight the, in the middle of the room? Yeah, like, with a sawzall, like, cut into it, like, burp. Like, <laughs> it's like, dude, now I have to pull that out. And it was actually a bitch to pull out. And then I put a new one in. But, dude, I'm still not fucking do done with that job. Because. That's why, dude, that's why ClickLock fucking sucks. I don't care what anybody says. ClickLock sucks. I know. Every, I know a lot of people put it in. A lot of people swear by it, but ClickLock fucking sucks. And that's that's part of the reason you fucking fuck one up, and you have to pull out every single one that you had to lay after that to get to that one. I should replace this one that I'm fucking with, but I think I'm just gonna leave it because I I, bet I was beating on it. And I think I fucked it up because now like 
there's part of it that won't click together right in the middle and I'm just beating it trying to get it to go in and get that gap closed and it's like there's a little gap it, it might just be there I might just leave it I don't know <laughs> is the is there a problem with like the lip connecting mm-hmm. you know probably because I was like beating <laughs> on it trying to do something else and I think I probably fucked up the lip so what I what I would do like if, if I were you well, can you get it? Is that the last row still? Like, you still have to lay the rest of it, or it's the last you, again? Okay. Well, I would just cut the tongue off. Fuck it, and put some. Um, what do you call it? Cut the tongue off, off the one, and up to it, and then put some liquid nail down on the floor, beat it up to it, and just tape it down or tape it to the other one. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. liquid nail will hold it, and just say fuck it, and it won't be. It won't be tongue and grooved in but mm-hmm. it'll be down it'll be down better than the rest of the fucking floor i don't know because it's like right in the middle it's like the the, t- the piece is like this so like there's like a piece there's like a spot that like just won't freaking go yeah and i don't know if i can even cut in the tail i don't know if i can beat it in tight because it's well if, something fucked tongue, up. if you don't have if you don't have a groove there or if you don't have the tongue then you should be able to but i mean that's maybe but you know, I know, I know you don't want to uh, cut the tongue off like every one because then it doesn't look like it's going together, right? Oh but yeah, it would we did that one time. Work. The last job that I fucking last uh, click lock job I ever did with Ryan, he fucking hated it. And this was early on. This was like I don't know, two years into me working for him. Uh, we did a basement, like a full basement of click lock. But he fucking hates doing click lock. He doesn't trust it and everything. So we cut the tongue in, off every single one and glued the whole floor and just laid it like we would a vinyl planking. <laughs> and that's it because was, was that after he didn't like it or was it he didn't like it after that? Oh yeah, no, he does. That's he didn't like it before that, and he's like, uh, I don't. Uh, he's like, because they fucking always move, and we always going back to. <laughs> fucking fix problem so we're just gonna you just glued it glue down. this one yeah he's like we'll just cut this off well originally we didn't cut the tongue off we were just going to like glue it and then be you know put them together well when you use a pressure sensitive glue you can't fucking pull it together like the tongue and groove you know yeah. it grab the glue grabs it so you can't fucking slide it in mm-hmm. and so he was like fuck then it was a pain in the ass we fought that for like three hours and he was like fuck this and he went back to town, got his, the fucking table saw, brought it, and we set it up in the basement and just cut the tongue off every single one and just laid it like a fucking uh, <laughs> vinyl planking. So. so I'm wondering if, like, the glue would attach to the back of that vinyl because it's, like, normally it's rubber or something. It's like, we'll find yeah, out. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't my deal. I, I remember that job. It was in small town, but, oh, that fucking, that sucked. I hated that. That was a bad day. Um, I don't know, I was thinking about this earlier, but, um, Miami trip, besides not bringing beer on the fishing trip, uh, it's like, what do you think we fucked up in the Miami trip? Because the only thing I think if we fucked up is, and I don't even know if this is true or not, it's like, I almost wish we would have taken my computer to the beach or something and just recorded, like, a 30-minute podcast or, like, because yeah, we didn't need we did. internet, like, we could just record it, we could record whatever. I didn't think we about didn't that. do a podcast, yeah. But I suppose that's 
pretty easy to forgive because I don't really care about doing a podcast when we're on vacation. Um, mine's probably not actually spending more time in Miami, like mm. going downtown and doing something. Because we never nice. did that. We could have just taken that day when we were driving around to just say, fuck it, let's spend, like, what were we getting back to? We just wanted to get back to the hotel. Tyler freaking out. Yeah, Tyler freaking out and wanting to fucking get back. And he's like, can we just go back? Yeah, I wonder why he wanted to go back so bad. And then Mitch uh, also said he didn't want to spend all day in the car because it was his birthday. He just wanted to drive. Yeah, we could have went downtown for Mitch's birthday. That's probably the best one. Best fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't. We didn't go we downtown listened. at all. We listened to Tyler that day. We almost didn't. You and I were just like, oh, let's just cruise. <laughs> we, we were like, let's pull off. We'll just take the long way back around and see if we can see Hard Rock. <laughs> and we were like going to go through all the residential neighborhoods to get back we to Hard Rock. Because all we, the st- we should have stopped in the parking lot of that hospital and like been like, everyone shut the fuck up or we're going to go to a coffee shop. Let you guys bitch. We're going to plan out a route, <laughs> like look at the map for five <laughs> yeah. minutes. All we had to do was stop for five minutes, plan a route. Yeah, I know. But we like couldn't because they were freaking out. They were freaking well, out Tyler and we didn't was... just stop. Like I was always constantly driving. If we would have just stopped. Yeah. Yeah, that was, we should, we should have not listened to Tyler on that one. We, we really shouldn't have. Cause I, cause even, either way, we were also like in Miami. We could have just said, fuck you guys. If we can't make it, we're going to try and get to the stadium. If we fuck it up and can't get there, we're just going to stop at a bar and be downtown Miami and drink a little bit or something. Because like, Mitch wanted a beer so bad, we needed to stop, like, just anywhere to go to a bar. And the f- easiest way to go to a bar was to drive back to the apartment. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was part of it, and... God damn it. We missed out. Like, we missed an opportunity because you and me were like talking about, oh, well, hey, I think we'd maybe get off at the next one and like fucking go back around here. And damn it. That's so pissing we'll... me off. We got to put our foot down because Cause... I, I was so down. Like, we were in Miami. I I didn't have, like you said, like, what do we have to get back to? I didn't have anything that I was worried about getting back to the place for, you know? So I was like, fuck it, dude. I can spend an hour in the car and like just fucking cruise around and see some shit and see if we can get closer to the stadium. Like, I. I don't give a fuck, but we also weren't crammed in the backseat, <laughs> like they were That's all true. fucking crammed back there. Um, and there's two things we had an incentive to go to the downtown because I was thinking maybe I was in a hurry to go back to. We talked about getting tattoos, and that was like the last night. Um, so I was thinking maybe that was it, but the guy was actually in downtown Miami, so yeah, that's true. That would have been another reason to go down there, and we in like we, the. What was it Fort Lauderdale or whatever we went to for Jupiter, that Florida yeah. town? Um, I wouldn't mind just hanging out there, like small town, or like going to a bar there. Or, that's what we should have probably done. Should have went to a bar there, and then we would have had our head straight. <laughs> yeah. Then, then, well, Tyler one has still been. He would have been like, "All right, you guys went to a bar at Jupiter. Let's just fucking get back to the place now." Oh, right, we figured it out. We oh. can't listen to Tyler. Listen to your gut. We never, yeah, we fucking, that's what that, that's what that whole uh, trip boiled down to. You can't listen to Tyler. <laughs> yeah, for you guys. God um, damn it. Oh, yeah, you didn't have to see him in the airport. Oh, Tyler. I was, he's Tyler. Way home. I was driving, I was standing in a, it was like Panda Express or something. And it was a big buffet kind of style thing. And 
I was just standing in line letting people go in front of me because I was talking on the phone with my mom. And I was just look. I couldn't decide what I wanted either, so I was just looking at the food, letting people go in front of me, because I was like standing in the middle of the line. I could have like walked out, but <laughs> I was just standing right in front of the food, letting people go in front of me. And I was there for like ten minutes talking, and the guys like, dude, and there was a bun- there was a spicy chicken I wanted, but then like the next time I looked, it was all gone, and then this one was all gone, and all the food was like disappearing, and I was like, fuck. And then the guys like, dude, we're closing in like five minutes. If you want something. <laughs> And I was like, oh, fuck. And there was only, like, one item left. So I was just stuck with that. <laughs> oh, you fucked up. But I, yeah, I was we're... having a good conversation with my mom. So, you know. <laughs> our, uh, our fucking Quiznos lady hated, she hated her life so much. I mean, she fucking hated her life. And she wanted the whole world to know it. God. You'd ask her a sandwich. And she, she was, like, 50 and overweight. And she would just ask for a sandwich, and she'd just be like, and just, like, fucking hobble around. It's like, goddamn, dude, no one's making you. I mean, <laughs> like, you live in Miami. I feel like the career opportunities, even for a 50-year-old overweight lady, you've, there's got to be something if you hate working at Quiznos in the airport, you know? There's got to yeah. be options. Well, that's what I was thinking. I keep thinking about Austin, Texas. and go down there and do something, you know? See if Les Friedman needs an acolyte. Um, I think it would be fun, but I don't know that I'd want to like live down there for the sole reason that of what Tyler said about whole sex trafficking of fucking America is like the big. Oh no, I didn't tell you that. That's not even it. It So the reason it was Texas I was talking about is um, Jordan was telling me. I told her about our topic on the podcast, and she was telling me that there was. Like, there's so many, I guess, they said thousands of kids, like, sex trafficked in Texas Hmm. every day or week or something like that. There was, and she said the one that really, like, fucked her up, that fucked me up after I heard it, was there was a two-year-old girl Hmm. that was missing for 32 days. And when they found her, she had 34 different semen specimens inside of her. And she was alive? Yeah, she had to have all the surgeries and she'll never be able to have kids. But, like, that, ugh, bro. Yup. That's, that's, a, that's something that you know happens, but then, goddamn. You gotta, like, goddamn. When you say it like that, like a two year old, and she was gone for 32 days. That just, as a parent, how do you feel, like... Well, how do you, like, uh, as a human, how do you feel, like, there's people that will do that? 32 people, or however many there were. 34. (laughs) 34 people, and they could have done it multiple times, like... Thank uh, God that kid's so young, I guess. I mean, I don't know what else to say. But she's always going to know, like, she's going to, at some point, someday, she's going to ask her parents, hey, how come I'm not going to be able to have babies? Oh, my God. And they're going to have to say. She's going to have memories of it. There's, She's two. She's to the point where she'll start having, like, it might not be, like, full, viv, you know, memories, but she's going to be. Well, uh, see, I to me, that. like, because, you know, they say, like, your first six years or whatever, so important. And I think, like, you know, you're two 
you're making memories, but then when you're when you're 10, you don't remember those memories. Okay, let me start over. I feel like most people as an adult, you can only remember till you're, you're like four, four or something. Three or four might be your yeah. earliest memories, probably more like five or six. But I think it's, but when you're five or six, you still have those two-year-old memories. So like yeah. your whole developmental first six years, you're going to have those traumatizing memories. And then I think as you get older, you kind of rewrite, you, you rewrite over the first three years, first five years, you know, you kind of get rid of, that's how they get. Because things become more vivid for you, so like, like you, you more. When she's a toddler, she's going to be developing as like a traumatized person. And then when she's an adult, she's not going to remember what happened, but she's going to she's going to have trauma. Yeah. I can't it's... talk very well sometimes, but I got the point across. Yeah. <laughs> um so on another note we have our induction date for our baby <laughs> um so she went in today we had an induction date set for the 25th so if she didn't go into labor before then that's when we're going into or doesn't go into labor before then that's when we're going to get induced how we're getting induced but she went in today <clears throat> if her cervix wasn't like softening up we were going to have to go in the night before and they give you like this pill that starts softening up your cervix. And then the next day, like you go into labor, but that for that night before sucks. Cause you're up every half hour to like, you have to get up and like walk around and stuff. That's what we had to do with Rollins. Damn. That sucked. Uh, so, uh, but they, she had an appointment today and her cervix is softening up. So they're like, yeah, you don't have to come in the night before. Just if she doesn't come before we're going in at 6am on the 25th and getting the party started. So in two weeks, we'll hopefully, which today's Thursday. So in two weeks, we'll hopefully, if everything goes smoothly, we'll be at home with a brand new baby. It's fucking weird to think about. <laughs> yeah. Another daughter? Or did you ever tell me? Oh my God, dude. I'm, I love this. You'll have, I won't, if we ever have any listeners that are tech savvy, I want them to go back and compile all the times you've asked me that and then all the times I've said, yeah, we're having another girl. Oh, nice. Well, <laughs> there was one time you were like, no, I don't want to tell you here or something. The very first time, and then that's the only memory I have of it. You just, like, blacked it out. I kept that, that one. And even after you um, tell me, I'm like, man, I wish you'd tell me. <laughs> you know what's... Dude, your, your bald head... <clears throat> When you look right at the camera, it looks like you just have your hair pulled back, like you did when you had long hair. Uh, that was weird. I always you're... like thought when I was younger, like people had their hair just straight pulled back. I was like, oh, that looks so weird. Or you look like, but then it's a certain point you just have to, and then like you're used to it, and it's like, oh yeah, it doesn't look weird. I guess it just depends on the situation. Dude, I can't get my name tag to download. I've been <laughs> fucking trying this whole time. Ooh. I'm still Kite Pro. You have mine? Yeah, but yours was taking forever too, but yours downloaded finally. I don't know why mine won't. Canva. Canva? Yeah, Canva is fucking up. Come on, Canva. Hey, they did it. Sponsor the podcast someday. Yeah, that'd be cool. We're using them. Yeah, they run this whole show. Uh, so, do you have to work tomorrow? 
Yeah, see, they canceled my Thursday-Friday job, and this is fucked up. I'm going to have a word to my manager. Um, because he did this little one-on-one thing, and he wrote in, like, we have we have the little one-on-one notes now that were corporate, and he writes in little notes. God and, damn it. Um, so stupid. This is when I told him, I was like, dude, like, you know, first off, you told me not to do this when I was doing flooring, so that's, like... It's going to take an extra day. Like, there's so many different reasons why this is going to take me four days. And he's like, dude, totally understand, you know. And then I told him, like, maybe I'm, I'm thinking about transitioning out of here in, like, three months. So I, we talked about all this stuff. But then in his write-up, he says that Scott's still not feeling well. And I told him I was feeling great. Scott's still not feeling well and uh, talked about, basically blamed me. For, he said something like, you know, not still not getting it done by the deadline or something like that. And it's like, in when we talked, you agreed that this wasn't my fault. Like, this is a scheduling thing. This is a four-day job. You can't expect me to do it in three days. And he was, it was, he agreed with me then. And then he wrote it up like it was my fault. It's like, you're just trying to save your own ass here. Not because I don't care about my job. <laughs> like, maybe you do. I don't want to fuck him over either. So it's like, goddamn, dude. I forgot where I was, that started with. Got all riled up. Um, uh, I asked if you had to work tomorrow. Oh, so they canceled my job. I think that was it, yeah. So, like, they canceled my job for today. I just dropped lettuce in my tea. And Ew. So, um, but the, then this flooring the should have got done today, and it didn't. Um, I helped my brother with my little enclosed trailer try to move a china hutch, but it wouldn't fit in my enclosed trailer. So that took, like, an hour fucking... Damn, probably, t- damn near probably two hours out of my afternoon, and so I didn't get the flooring done. I got to go back tomorrow and finish the flooring. The five day job. One on ones. That's fucking stupid. It's cool. It'd be cool if they didn't do the one on ones, because then the only time that you ever have to talk to corporate, the only time you ever have to deal with those people is when you want to. And then that's like, my whole philosophy. You, don't talk to anyone. You know they say they you know they they'll say, Oh no, the one on one, so that way you guys can voice your concerns if you have any or whatever. No, like if I have a concern, I'll fucking tell you about it because I fucking want to tell you about it. Yeah. Like otherwise I don't need you guys to sit down with me and fucking ask me about concerns or talk about shit. Like I'll fucking talk to you when I feel like I need to talk to you. Just let me do my shit. Yeah. That would be a lot easier. It's like I went through, I know, like, maybe six people in this whole company. And, I mean, <laughs> it's probably point. ten if you, like, add the people up that I have in my phone. But mm-hmm. I've never met any of the salesmen. Like, I, I don't know. That's my, I just try to keep, like, if I don't talk to anyone and no one ever sees me, like, I'm good. Like, if they're talking to me all the time or if I'm having to talk to them, there's a problem like just let me do my job you treat me like a subcontractor anyway just like let me you know let me do my job <laughs> and but i'm not working corporate. i'm not working till 10 o'clock at night like i'm doing it fucking my way yeah. and i'm because i don't have enough time to do my shit at my house i'm like my you know way or the highway cool bitch. you know how cool it would be to uh to not have like corporate interference on any trade job ever it kind of goes with uh it'd be cool if there was like 
you could just kind of choose, like in the future, when we have like millions of places to live and millions of people, or you know, trillions of people, it's like I would want to live in like a small village, like 300, 400 people, you know, outside of a bigger city, outside of a bigger city, like fractal style. And then like all the jobs, like every career was like small companies. It's like there's billions of small farmers, there's billions of small carpenters, and they're not all owned by somebody else. It's like small town, it's like small company vibes at forever. And like was what I say, farmers, like I would love to just be a small farmer. And you know, that's fucking would be awesome. Small farmer, small well, village. There's too many people, man. You'll never get that. Or work for a small home builder. Like, I want to work for a small concrete company. I don't know. I got. I'm going to work for a permaculture guy. I think that's what I'm going to do when I quit my job. God, dude. I'm in, down in Nebraska. Cool. Well, I got to find one. I don't know. Because I want to do this someday, maybe. Like, do a permaculture type job. Company. But. Uh. I watched this video today of this dude. He had a pool, like a big regular sized pool that he could drink the water out of. And he did. He drank a whole glass of water out of it. Um, and on the one side, he has like 15 or so, or probably 20 of those big uh, chemical crates, you know, those big plastic crates. You know what I'm talking about? They have like the metal like the, around the outside. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. But they have like the metal cage around the outside yeah, and yep. the containers of some kind liquid anyway they're all cleaned out and he has like 20 of them with the top of them cut off and it's like pond water it looks like pond water in all these things and what it is it's like living plants on the top so it is like native native pond water for like the first foot and then it's like sand and then gravel and then like a mesh thing and it's a filter so then the water gets pumped from the pond into the top of these tanks and there's so many and they're all isolated and then the water filters through, cleans it out, and then it gets pumped back into the pool, and it just cycles through, and it costs like 80 watts of power to run this pump. It costs like nothing. He's off-grid, all in solar panels, and he has pure, clear water he can drink out of, and a full pool of it that is like aerated with bubbles too, so it's super light. And, uh, dude, damn. So yeah, just that like, would be... He said he talked to a permaculture cool. consultant to help him with like the plants and the, the biodiversity or like the, you know, the, the balance. Yeah. Having everything set up to do its job, and make it work. So he talked to, and somebody built the stuff for him and somebody, which is probably just a concrete, you know, a construction company. And then the other guy was like a consultant. So I want to like find these like permaculture places that are like consultants maybe, or like construction people. I don't know. Just find the, and just work for them and see what they do and how much they charge people and, but I doubt that it's in Nebraska. That would be fucking cool. I'm but... like, I don't want to, just want to start working for somewhere where I wanted, like, my career. I wanted to build houses. I still want to build houses. But I need to either work for a home builder or work for a permaculture landscaper. Like, I want to start doing stuff that I want to do. Because I'm not saving um... any money. It just goes all to my paramotor shit. Like, that's not helping <laughs> me out. 
Um, I'm live my I, band dude, soon I, enough. Permaculture style living sounds so lit. Like just like the um, like minimalist camping or whatever, like survivalist camping. That you could teach classes too. So I want to buy some land in Nebraska, say like somewhere, and then I can live in my van, build a little hobbit house, and I could you could almost like teach classes. Like okay, this is how you build. Uh, saw, now what's that shit called? It's not sod, but uh, cob. Like this is how you build cob bricks, or you can experiment with different types of like bricks you can make out of soil and grass and shit. Yeah. And then, or concrete. You know, you could use modern materials. Like fuck around and f- see what works. And then you could like teach classes on like, okay, this is how you build your house for a thousand dollars, and <laughs> um, <laughs> and it looks dope. The, that'd be cool one of the, the, the thing the thing that i would love to know how to do that you were like all stoked to try and do is like build a decent shelter but i want to mm. build like a good reliable shelter like a permanent shelter and build like an oven inside of it so that way when it's like really cold you know you can just get a fire going but you don't mm-hmm. worry about it burning down because you just like have a flu like make a yeah. flu that goes out and have it vented so you just fucking go that'd be so cool it's like you've seen that show i talk about primitive technology it's like that we just do that build like bricks out of clay and make a pottery you'd build i wonder how you build an oven so like you build a stove with like a flat piece or something maybe or like you build a fireplace I'd i'd want it to be like enclosed with one opening at the front for you to put like wood and stuff into, mm-hmm. but I want the top to be like flued out the roof or the side. And so that way it has all the exhaust going out that way, but you don't have to worry about like flames rising up and burning anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But so that's just a fireplace, but how do you cook in it? I guess like, are you, I, I'm trying to make well, like yeah, a stove or an oven type thing. Yeah. You have to have, so it'd be essentially, it'd be a wood burning stove. Like you can have in your house now. Like you, you ever see those like old ass wood burning stoves? Yeah, yeah. They, they're just like that, and then they have like four burners on top that you can like cook stuff on top too. So, we'll see. And like, if I was doing the permaculture, like you live on your own, build your house and stuff, you'd probably just buy like a old stove like that. You know, just make a metal stove. But if you're doing survivalist and you want to build like a permanent shelter. You'd probably have to build like a fireplace out of bricks, I would think, and I don't know how you'd cook in it. Well, you probably wouldn't cook in it so much as on it, you know. Like you think... get, you'd have to find like a decently flat stone to put over top of it, and you'd cook on it, you know. I mean, yeah, but you could also use the front of it, and there's probably a way. If you made it big enough, you'd just put gr- some sort of grate in there, and you'd put your meat inside of it too. And like, you gotta have a tea kettle. Um, you like yeah, hang a tea kettle it. in it or something. Um, I wonder if you do like a flat stone or if you can make bricks and make them like strong enough and thin enough that that would work for the top. But I don't know. Well, and see, that's what I was thinking is brick, but like bricks, but you don't want it to be to absorb all the heat, you know, like you want it to, or like be so, like to where it doesn't get hot like a piece of stone. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Well, cause you'd have to make fire bricks. I think you 
take wood ash like you burn down wood and make ash and then you mix the ash in i think that helps to make fire bricks i'm not sure but you'd have to have clay and it's like really hard to in nebraska you'd have to find like your your homestead have to have like a river like you know it'd be tough to find clay in nebraska it but doable not in the sand hills i still don't know if i want to live in the sand hills or just visit and go camping I don't know if I want to ruin it. You could just move to Grand Island. Huh? Oh. Um. oh, I was thinking about this earlier. You are talking about Austin. And that's another reason to move there. Because what I want to do, and what Tyler should do now that he quit his job, we should go watch that movie this weekend, The Sound of Freedom, and then we'll get all inspired and leave our jobs and go do something. <laughs> and we'll go to Texas <sighs> and solve the problem. I don't I don't know that I I believe in the cause. I just also believe in financial security for my family. I'm not sure that I can just up and uh up and go down to Texas. Yeah. Well that's why I have to. Um Yeah. So I was thinking about this early too. I'm just moving through a bunch of topics. What drives you? Obviously I know your daughter, but is that it? Like pretty much family? Dude, so this is going to sound like probably pretty shitty when I say it out loud, but nice. retiring, that, that drives me. That's what makes me want to keep it does sound plugging shitty. away because the longer I'm doing what I'm doing, the better I'll be off when I retire. Dude, so, retiring sounds, because at 60, if we can retire at 60, like, well, our 60 is going to look pretty damn good. Like, we're going to be pretty healthy i think well nanobots like um what? it's just like i feel like you could still do some you could still travel around in an rv you could still have a pretty damn good life retired but i'm just gonna try to i don't know i don't know if i'll ever have it <laughs> i'm just gonna do stuff okay so this is what i was thinking i was like what drives me is like i'm always trying to like prove myself to my dad i think is what it is i'm like i have to have a good construct right now i'm doing construction so my thought is, is like I, or i've got to contribute to society somehow and that'll make my dad proud like um like yeah pretty much it's like i gotta almost like earn my inheritance like i can't be a piece of shit i've got to like contribute to society or i don't deserve the money like that kind of thing. Um, so, but it's always been construction. Like I've got to build a construction career. I got to be a foreman and have a company. And it's like, I don't have to do that. As long as I'm contributing to society somehow, like I could be a gardener. I could be a permaculture man. Like I need to start doing shit. Like I'm not stuck with this construction thing, but I like that. I know I want to build houses. So I don't know. Just saying, I think that's what drives me. Yeah, retiring for me. <laughs> and then the the day that I'll uh get rich quick when I hit the lottery or some shit, you know? Just like constantly until I okay, so it's either my driving force is waiting for that day, I'll just fucking get super rich overnight. Or retirement. Whatever one comes first. <laughs> that's that's what it drives me. Well so I'm all about no stress. Like I'm trying to just live forever, so I don't want to be stressed. I want to enjoy the moment. I just, stress is the enemy. 
and the biggest stress is financial stress and I finally kind of got out of that with this job and then now I want to leave so it'll probably just go right back into that but um no because if I what I'm going to do now is just save up a bunch of fucking money not spend it on greenhouses and everything but um yeah I want a new tattoo I saw this old lady driving. She had like little spot tattoos all over her body and she had like a bald head. Just so many tattoos, like really like, you know, those peace tattoos where it's like, but it was really well done. Like not connected, but it was so consistent that it almost, it looked so good. That old lady, I wanted to roll down like, my window, but she drove off. Um, fuck, what's I going to say? Well, it doesn't matter now. Yeah, I'm gonna save some money. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you spent a fuckload of money for the Miami trip, dude. I don't even want to know. It's like a deal where I didn't think about it and I never looked it up. <clears throat> like, it'd be interesting to know. <laughs> I saved quite dude, a bit of money not getting spent, a Tesla. Do you think you spent five grand? I think it would be less than that. Cause, I mean. I don't remember what all I paid for, but it's like at least three grand, but I don't, oh, and the, the tickets too, and Tyler's ticket. So that would be three grand. So probably, I bet it's under four grand. But I mean, okay, what did you actually spend though? Because we paid you back for the oh right Airbnb and tickets, right? Well, no, I think the Airbnb I got. I mean, we bought our own ticket, so... Like. Yeah, the Airbnb I got, you paid back for the shark diving. Or not the shark diving, the fishing. Mitch paid more for the fishing. Well, we paid... Didn't we all pay you $800? Yeah, but what was that for? What did we do? It was shark diving, fishing. That must have been for Airbnb. the shark diving and fishing. And then... Okay. $400 for something else. Dude, I don't remember. I thought I paid for the Airbnb myself. I think you did, because you said you wanted to get that. Maybe we only gave you $400. We gave you 200 each, or 400 each. I feel like you did give me 800 but maybe it was for something else. I don't know what it would have been for, though. <laughs> what the fuck did we do in Miami? Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I just got Dude, drunk. Honestly, I I loved all of it, but sitting on the beach was so much fun. Just sitting there on the beach. And we got to see the moon that one time. It was all red. Oh, yeah. When we were leaving, that was cool. And they had that. We, it would have been fun to get into that fucking rave, dude. Yeah. Just get into that party. That was insane. It was a rave. Like, we didn't even try. We could have tried. Did I mean, I think it there was a lot of easy. people coming and I bet we probably could have, especially the last night. I bet security was probably a little more like, dude, fuck it. They're going to be done in two hours anyway. Just who cares? Yeah. It would have been fun to like take it seriously. It's like, all right, we got to scope it out. <laughs> take a couple of laps. <laughs> God dang. Yeah. That... Or have two you teams. Know what we, like, we could have two teams. Like, okay, who gets in first? <laughs> we could have tried to fucking like go out to the water and go around the stage that way. See if we could come in from the beach, you know? Mm -hmm. Instead of like coming from the boardwalk side. Well, like I think Tyler and I side. walked around. I think it was it was fenced in all the way around. I'm sure there's oh. a couple entrances, but 
Um, yeah, we walked around it. There was a fence around it on the beach side too. But okay. still, I, w- I wish we would have done that. It's like two teams because then it's like two people. They're less noticeable and you could hike each other over the fence. I don't know. That would have been awesome. I mean, that thing looked like just a fucking massive party. You could have found some ecstasy and hopped the fence. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. We probably could have easily found some in there. Yeah, we had a guy. Dude, one thing I like thinking about when we went to Warp Tour. So, like, you go to festivals and stuff, and, like, you're at a show, and people, like, pass drugs around, you know, and you just fucking, like, take <laughs> them. Yeah. But... Like a warp tour, I know it's just weed, but a warp tour, like people would be passing joints around, you know, it's like whatever. Then you're just like, and I smoked, I've fucking hit them, you know. Yeah. And so, you're like putting your lips on the shit that all these strangers have been have, and you'd have no idea what's in the joint. You're just trusting these are decent people, and it's just mm-hmm. weed, and you're just fucking like, yeah, <laughs> passing. I love those are the best. I've had like, I remember like at least three of those joints. I'm sure there was more, but. I, I remember I was on my van trip somewhere and I was driving back and I was like in, I don't fucking remember. Say like Notre Dame or like I was in Notre Dame, but somewhere around there, Detroit or somewhere. I don't know. It's a smaller town. And I just stopped by this little bar and had a beer and this guy was sitting beside me and just started chatting it up with him. He's like, you want to go smoke a joint? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. We just went outside and smoked a joint outside the bar. Um, that was awesome. Ah, damn, that's ballsy. And ballsy. I just feel like it's a there's like a golden rule, like you can't like, cause dude, I've got cold sores. Like that shit is like traumatized me my whole childhood. Like I don't know if I ever gave anyone that, I would be so fucking. I just can't, you know, like, you just can't do it, like, but, god damn, there's some people in the world just don't give a fuck, they'll just give you AIDS, that way they'll love, that way they'll love yeah. you, <laughs> well, I yeah. have it, can't see my VHS. god damn it, that, yeah, I don't think I would ever do that now, I don't think I could share joints and stuff with strangers I, unless i'm like with somebody one of my friends and they're like oh yeah hey we're going to my brother's house and sit down like smoke a bowl with their brother or something but like i don't think i could just well, i think it's like depending on the person if they have like sc- scars on their faces and they look all fucked up i probably won't but well no like, like the festival thing you know like that deal i don't think i could handle just get a joint mm-hmm. passed to me from somewhere and and smoke it now because the person on all the people around you could look cool but you don't know like three people down if some fucking nasty dude doesn't brush his teeth in three years and doesn't shower and shit and has sores, just fucking hits. Yeah, and maybe if on. it's like a if you're up front, like in the real crowded area, and just joints are like lost, you know, like they're just going wherever they go. But I'm thinking yeah. more of like if you're a little further back and you can see where it started, like it's just like six at five of you or whatever. Like if you can see where it started, I think I would do it for sure. Some of the, some of the fun stuff for like warp tour like bob and i one time there was shows we really didn't care about seeing you know you, you don't care about those and so that's where you just like sit at the back and fucking smoke a joint you know and <laughs> you see everybody up there partying and there's just like there's like a really really spread out crowd at the back you know just kind of mm-hmm. like walking around so you're just like back there standing against the fence just 
smoking a joint, watching the show. and That was like my entire last warp tour. It was like, I love sitting in the back, just chilling. Yeah, I dude, I like sitting in, or not necessarily the back, but I like not being in the massive crowds now for shows. Like Greta, I fucking loved that. Uh, I gotta go to that Ween show and meet Timmy. I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, even Event Sevenfold, when we went to them in Lincoln, um, like, having seats. I mean, I don't know that I loved having seats, but I loved not being, like, in the middle of the crowd that was moshing and moving around the whole time and stuff. Because, like, yeah. I really enjoyed watching the band play. And nobody up there in that area is watching the band play. They're all fucking like moshing and running into each other and shit. And I definitely enjoyed just for Greta and Event Sevenfold and Pull from a Valentine and um, Breaking Benjamin, just like being able to uh, watch the band play their instruments and sing and perform. Because, like, really, that's what you're going to. You're going to a show, you know? And yeah. when you're young, it's fun to like run around and do all that crazy shit. But as I get older, like I'm, I'm appreciating the performance aspect of it now. You know, when getting shoved and getting beer spilled on you, and I mean that could happen anywhere. But I mean, yeah, but that's that was fun. I mean, that was all a part of it. That was that's fun. You would be like, ah, oh, fuck, and then you just like keep partying. You walk out at the end of the day at, at after warp. You walk out, and you all have all these different stories about the shit that happened to you at the fucking yeah. shows. Tyler got punched was... again. <laughs> yeah and i i got punched in the back of the head so hard my sunglasses flew off my face licked like, getting licked uh, and at uh day to remember here at okay day to remember the stir co venue in omaha or in council bluffs technically that that was okay we were standing and we were kind of in the crowd for that but it wasn't like i don't know it was good because even jordan was with and she had a good time but um that one, I lost my shoe right at the very beginning of a day to remember. I lost one shoe. So I went through their whole fucking set without one shoe. And I, when I was leaving, when it was all done, they had, like, camera crews. And they were up on these, like, boxes sitting and running their cameras. Somebody, like, found my shoe and put it up on one of their boxes. So I was walking out. Like, hey, there's my shoe. And just grabbed it and put it on. <laughs> they, they always leave it here for me. Oh, fucking good shit, dude. But for the most part, the people you see at at metal shows are pretty pretty decent people. Like you fall down in the middle of a mosh yeah. pit, they'll fucking pull you up. For the most part, you always get those fucking assholes that don't that fuck people over, but they usually get targeted pretty good. Dude, I think it's like most things. Like most people with cold sores, they're not gonna share joints with you, but like dangerous activities like those are the good people or they they just under people in general understand like dude no one's we're not trying to get hurt here they understand the danger of what they're doing they're doing it because of the thrill but they they understand the danger of what like a, can happen so like yeah you mosh company <laughs> we're gonna help you out <laughs> you mosh but and because it's fun and it's a thrill but you see somebody go down you don't want to see them fucking get hurt you pick them up mm -hmm. you well, joints with strangers, but you don't want to see anybody get cold sores. So you don't fuck them with cold sores. That's it. We don't, we, we mosh, but.
but we don't want to give anybody cold sores, <laughs> so we pick them up. <laughs> cold sores, cold sores. God damn. <laughs> I I want to fucking go to some live music again. Well, the dude, t-shirt it's... now that just says in bold print, she says cold sores, cold sores, like with the exclamation <laughs> point. Just... Two lines, cold sores, cold sores. Yeah. It's a chant. I'll just get. I'll just get the shirt. A shirt with like a uh, smart, I don't know, like a professor looking guy, like Einstein. Mm-hmm. We mosh because we like the thrill, but we know the danger, so we don't give people cold sores. <laughs> <laughs> with quotations. <laughs> I was thinking like a a mosher, like somehow you like get a like a silhouette of a dude moshing that looks like Einstein, <laughs> and um, well, Einstein moshing, and underneath it says. Cold source, cold source. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, mine was too fucking detailed. That's just that's that's <laughs> the message. Cold source, cold source. Oh goddamn it! That's fucking good. There, hey, I know you and your shirts. I gotta write that's it down a, now. <laughs> that's that's my vote for the name. Cold source, cold source. But doesn't your sister have a cricket? Yeah, she does, and I bet she never uses it. Oh my god, that would be fucking great. Einstein just gonna work. I would like you know how clean it would look too? Just like a a clean white shirt and the silhouette and the letters are just black. Just yeah. only black. That that would just look fresh. <laughs> and then it's just cold sores, cold sores. I'm sure there's a way you could do like we mosh because we don't give people cold sores or something. I bet there's a way you can do that because I don't want to lose that, but this is the first t shirt I'm gonna make. <laughs> Uh, we'll come back that's to fucking it. Good. actually the first t-shirt i'm gonna make i was gonna do it forever and i keep the co- cool thing is i always put like all my pictures that are on my phone i always save them and then they they come up on my screensaver on my computer so it's like a you know one of those picture things and but then i get random pictures of like bathrooms or uh these like screenshots off my phone and one of the screenshots is uh, Shaw Construction. It's a concrete company, you know. So yeah. Um, and this is what Ben Shaw would always say. He's like talking about having sex with women. He's like, you know, I just put it in soft and let it get hard. And I think that's good advice. But he, um, then so it's like, oh, dude, that works for concrete because you you put it in soft and then you let it get then you yeah. let it get hard. So. And I don't know if he ever thought of that or if he just missed opportunity there, but I was just like, it's a concrete truck and then the chute is down. It's just like the back end of a concrete truck and the chute's down and then it says like, put it in soft, let it get hard, shock construction. Like, God damn it. It's a good one. And like, I've always wanted to find a better like concrete truck or a better silhouette or something. But then the one I had, I like, cause it's just like, there's a big thing coming down. kind of looks like a penis. Like, I, uh, my old bosses that did the flooring, his, when he first started his business on the side of his van, he said, it said, you know, whatever flooring, we're out to get you laid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, he worked, he did work for like a church. (laughs) And he's like the preacher. He, he pulled up and then he, like, the preacher or whoever, like, priest or minister or whatever came out to like shake his hand and start in the morning and he looked at the side of the van and he just kind of like turned it around and like shake this shook his hand 
He's like, I took it off the van after that. Oh, <laughs> preacher made him feel bad. But that's that's fucking a good one. We're out to get you laid. That is a good one. Um, in Scott's Bluff, there's a guy. Um, that I work for a really good guy. He's like basically Hank Hill, and his wife makes a lot of money too. So he just does this construction thing, like as a hobby, pretty much. But he's super busy and super does super good work. But, what was I going to say? We were working for a preacher, some church, and preacher had some money, so his fucking church is doing good. Um, they don't pay taxes, so. Yeah. Well, it was it's just a big house, and we did a lot of remodels. I forget what we did, like the kitchen and all the stuff. Um, what the fuck? So, my boss would normally, he always does the emoji, like the thumbs up emoji. To say like okay you know he does that all the time and it's just like the big giant hand and so the preacher texted him something and he sent like a big giant like finger to him because <laughs> on accident obviously and <laughs> it was like the funniest thing for a couple days like because the preacher just had a good sense of humor about it and it was funny as shit yeah, he did, because he knows he's, like, rolling in other people's money, doesn't pay taxes, and is living in one of the nicest houses in town, so. Yeah. Um, do you, you know what I was just thinking about? Because <laughs> I was like, man, it'd be hard to come up with a slogan, like, for me, like, An- Anthony Allen, suck my dick. There's <laughs> some shit, like, just, what? like, <laughs> not, like a- just not getting it. There's some dudes that's like, oh, I can come up with a slogan too. Huh? Listen to this one. Anthony Allen, suck my dick. <laughs> it's like, this doesn't get. But, uh, good one. but now that, like, the older you get, you know, you're thinking about to get real philosophical here. Fuck yeah. So, like, public, you know, you, like, dick is almost accepted now. If you're like, dude, you're just a fucking dick, or like, suck my dick, or something like that. It's like, yeah, it's still kind of derogatory, but it's like everyone's just like, okay. <laughs> we, I feel like it's kind of come like full circle, where you would get a lot more reaction out of somebody if you said, you know what, suck my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah, you people are just like confused. They're just like, what? It shocks you. Yeah, because it's so like it's such an elementary term when you're thinking Check of like my when you're in fifth grade, you're like, yeah, well, you got a small wiener. And my it's wiener. like, ooh. And it's like, <laughs> suck my wiener. And you're just like about to bang a, a hooker. And it's like, hey, you like that wiener? You like that wiener? <laughs> you're such a wiener. <laughs> dude, he's just fucking... You're just pissed at the grocery That's... store. Like, you fucking wiener. Or, <laughs> yeah, dude. Just, dude, you're, you know, you're, you're being a real wiener right now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because you can't say fucking. <laughs> Uh, and everyone's just like everyone would just start laughing. They couldn't even be mad. Like if you call somebody a wiener, like it's it's a it's almost yeah. You're gonna get more of a reaction, but it's not gonna be like negative. No one's gonna be pissed if you call somebody a wiener. So <laughs> road rage. You like roll down your window, wiener. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks a lot. You're going by. Thanks a lot, wiener. Just flipping them <laughs> off. That's a good one. I don't know. Wiener and boobies. <laughs> hey, nice boobies. 
<laughs> Again, like you're fucking fucking a hooker or something in Vegas, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna pull up my wiener and come all over your boobies. <laughs> they think they think they're fucking banging a a fucking fifth grader. Dude. <laughs> Getting real philosophical here. <laughs> yep, told you it was gonna get real philosophical. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Damn, I, I gotta watch that movie this weekend. Then I'm gonna go to Texas. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. I know, dude. I don't know if I can tell me a thing. I don't fucking. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know anymore. You just told me that one thing. I don't want to watch it because I don't support the cause. Like I don't. I, but I'm weak. And all I'm, I know the whole time I'm going to be thinking about it is I have two daughters, dude. And one of them's two years old. And I just. I know. Well, it's I, like, why put yourself through that if you can't do anything about it? Well, and it's not even so much that it's going to be hard for you to watch. It's going to be hard for everybody to fucking watch. It's not supposed to be easy to watch. But, like. I guess if you want to. The thing is, I'm going to lose sleep over it, like watching it. If I watch it, I'm, I know I'm going to lose sleep just like constantly thinking about it, and the paranoia will be all there. But it's not going to be because I feel like I can really do a lot for the cause. It's going to be because I'm constantly going to be on the fucking lookout for anything like that happening to my kids. Yeah. And well, yeah, as long I as you're already aware enough, like, and have. I know that I the risk mostly is mostly just to wake, people's, wake people up. I know the threat is real. I know that that's, it happens a lot. But I also don't feel like that's something that I that parents should be living their lives around when no. they go out with their because because then you're never actually in the moment with your kids. Like I need you need to know the risk and assess the risk of wherever you're at, what could happen. But you can be present. Nice. Well, you also have to. I wonder who this is going to be. Let's it's, find it's out. Up. No, well, we just gotta we gotta think that it's. I don't know, man. I heard Ohio. I'm not sure where that is in the states. I want to say it's above Kentucky. I have no idea where Ohio is, but I just know it's always referred to as the Midwest, like so the it's real Midwest. Nice, good-looking man right there. Yeah, you changed the background or the scenery. I like it. You got a new house. Watching TV, so I had to come upstairs. Uh, can you adjust your volume some? How so? You're just quiet a little. How do I do that? Uh, you can do it or I can do it. That's got to do it. Fuck it. Okay. Yeah, just start talking, Bob. So, what's what's with the what's with the hair? How, do, you, do I have to shave you like me? Mine's growing in. I shave it often. How do you like it? I love it. I've done this a thousand times. I love it. Yeah. Well, you were like. The last one to do it, so look at that. But because I didn't know that anyone else was doing it. That's, that's not true. That's, that's not true. That's well, very I, true. It's fair are because you, I was talking. I was talking myself out of it. I didn't even know if I was doing it, and then I just. Are you it. in the Snapchat group? Scott's a say or not a doer. Yeah, but I don't check it. Well, that's on you because I said I, I let you know about two weeks before that I was going to shave my head and do a mohawk for the Fourth of July. And then it was all coming off. I true. everyone and their dog knew that. You had a date. I didn't. That, that's why when I did it, I was like, Bob. Oh, I said Scott, your turn. But I was like, Bob, who's doing it? But why didn't you, you know, direct message me? 
I don't feel like it's my job. Do you have a little tagline you want to call yourself, or do you want us to come up with one for you? What? No, use the same one you always use. Oh, Bobby Wasabi? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. So, I haven't really talked to you since. Um, how's the uh, how's the punk shows? What do you mean? The, the punk shows that you went to in Omaha. Oh. Did I tell you about this, Scott? No, I don't think so. You're grinning like you knew. No, I just remembered that you were talking about going to these shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had it all planned out, man. I was going to even Uber so that I didn't have to worry about drinking and driving. So I got like, I have like three uh, drinks. Get ready. Called the Uber. Headed out there. Was all fucking punked out, dude. Spikes all over me and all that shit. And then I got there and I ordered a drink and then I woke up and then I was in my bed. <laughs> you got roofied? I don't know. I don't know what happened that day. Have you guys had any nights like that where you uh, don't get like shit faced, but then you just black out? I no. always get shit faced and then black out. My blackouts always surprise me because I don't get very drunk and then I just like black out. Because that's what happened. I woke up and then I was in my bed and my girlfriend had called me like 50 billion times because I didn't message her for eight hours. Well, that's my thinking is I don't think you got roofied because if you got roofied, I don't think you would have been in your own bed. Right. <laughs> you was a so slippery bastard. I think you could have got away. Pretty sure I just have a tumor. I'm wondering, I mean, did you eat that day? That's my thing. I didn't eat that day. That's what it was. See, there it is. Scott knows. I love it. Scott fucking knows about that. Because then once you start drinking, you can't eat, and then it's over. Then you're in your own bed. I'm pretty sure I looked at my phone the next day, and it said that I or I my Uber delivered me at one time, and then about an hour later, another Uber picked me up. So I don't know what happened. Well, it sounds like you went down there, got a drink, you didn't eat, so that would have been your fourth drink. Probably fairly strong. Sure, if I know you, you got a double. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were like, all right, I'm a little tired. Even though you weren't thinking, you were like, I'm a little tired. I'm pretty drunk. I'm by myself. I'm just going to head home. It's easy to go home, and my bed sounds great. You fucking got Uber and went home. That's what I think happened. You know, um, if... If you believe in superpowers and humans having the ability to do things that aren't normal, I gotta tell you, I have the amazing ability to always get myself home. Um, I'm not proud of this story, but uh, I drove home in a blackout once. The yeah, blackout. You, you oh, you what, drove home in your blackout state. What I thought, city? What, what city were you um, in? I was at Evan's house. So it was in Stratton. I went to Trenton. Okay, seems fine. But you made it. 12 minute stretch. But you made it. This is the fucked up part. The fucked up part is I got there, um, went to bed, woke up, didn't remember anything. And I was like, what the fuck? So I had to go like retrace my steps and go back. And I looked at my car. My car was not fucked up one bit. Not one bit. Until I went to go to get some snacks at the Dollar General later and realized. 
think I drove home with my e-brake on. Or my parking brake. Oh. oh. So, yeah. how does that work? On the like, highway, that's rough. Did it? Did you end up having to fix something, or was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. You're lucky that there was no fucking cops, dude. I feel like there would be cops just waiting. Bro, I'm lucky just... I didn't kill anybody. He's a good driver. Well, duh. Duh, well, that's what but... I'm saying. That this all feeds my point. I have the uncanny ability to always get myself home in any situation. I did it in Berlin. In whoa, I mean, I wouldn't black out there. I I don't think I ever blacked out in Berlin, but I would get so fucking drunk, and I would always get myself home. So I, dude, I do that too, but I don't drive. I <clears throat> I have the ability to get myself home. But I just have the ability to make sure that I get home, not that I drive. Like I, so when I lived in Danabrog or even Grand Island, I just like cold, hot, whenever time of year it was. If I was at parties and I wanted to go home, I would just like not tell anybody and I just walk out the door and I would just walk home, no matter how far it was. You just fucking walk home. Yeah. But when I was in Danabrog with that at Adams, not I didn't live there. I lived in Grand Island. My wife was at home. It was like two in the morning. And um, I was in Dan Rock at Adams, and he passed out, and I was like, well, fuck. I'm too drunk to drive, but I want to go home. I remembered one of Jordan's friends worked at a bar in a town 10 miles from Dan Rock. So I was like, hey, you're getting off. You're going to be driving back to Grand Island soon, right? You want to come through Dan Rock and pick me up and take me home? And she fucking did it. So, <laughs> I mean, nice. I just, nice. I just do that. Because I like, dude. I, I don't know what my problem is. I don't like sleeping in anywhere but home. I don't even right. if I if I'm blackout or if I'm not blackout. I just like being at home when I go to bed. We had this conversation the last time I was at your house and I passed out there. Oh uh, well, if you would have went home that night, I would have asked. I would have asked some hard questions. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were the first to pass out that night. Yeah. That was... Nope. Something about me, you know, I've been working out the old uh, drinking muscle for years and years now. I drink every day. I don't get blackout every day, but, you know, I I have a couple drinks every day. You'd think my tolerance would be super high, but the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing my tolerance is just dog shit. Same. I got you there, Bob. I think I have accepted the fact I am the lightest of lightweights. It I yeah. can drink. It depends on beer or liquor, cause like, if I have a, some food in me, I can drink beer and not ever get blackout. Hmm. But, I mean, this is not true. I'm sure there's a limit, but it's over probably twenty beers, I would think. <clears throat> and it just depends well. on if I have food in my belly. But regardless, I can't handle liquor. I'm gonna go get my, some liquor. Well, <laughs> my uh, my tolerance has gone down a lot. I, God, dude, I when I lived with Mitch, we were killing like twelve packs of beer, if not more, and two bottles of McGillicuddy's like during the week before just before we went to work the next morning, just staying up and doing that, and. I wouldn't get blackout. I would get decently drunk, and I'd get up and go to work the next morning. Bob's gonna hate now. Me. Like now, I fucking have <laughs> Kirkland Irish whiskey. 
now I fucking have like three shots and six beers or nine beers on a Friday night, and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking bad. Oh, Anthony, what was going on? Oh, lower your camera a little bit. You fuck. When there's three people, you now you got it out. There you go. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> I got a banana right here. Let's have a let's play a game. Um. Anyway, fuck. What's going on in your birthday this year? You said there was something going on, and I had to come down. Oh, there's nothing going on. I just took the day before my birthday off to go golfing and go eat food at a bar and go to the river or lake. Oh, Bob, what are you doing on August 18th? I don't know. I should just take it off, though. It's a, it's a Friday. What's going What are you doing there? Uh, In the morning, I'm going to wake up. So my birthday's on the 19th, and since we're not doing the camping trip this year, I told Jordan I want to fucking do something for myself. So I took that Friday off. This is just the 18th. And... um. I'm going to get up in the morning. Mitch is coming down. We're going to go golf. And then we're going to go to a bar, get some drinks and eat. And then I'm going to go find like a river or a lake or something with a cooler. And I'm just going to sit in water and drink for a while. That's it. There's not really any other plans besides that. I just. What day of the week is that? God damn it, Bob. <laughs> Friday. It's a Friday. Okay. Uh, I could probably join that maybe. Maybe well, the issue is now the issue I'm running into, and I told I told Mitch about it. <clears throat> I can't get insanely obliterated because we're gonna have a brand new baby and a toddler that I'm gonna have to help my wife take care of because she will have given birth like two and a half weeks prior. So oh fuck, that means it's only like a month away. I should probably I don't know if I'll be able to make it. It's a month and five days. Like what the fuck is that about? What? You can't celebrate your birthday because of some fucking baby that you barely know. Hey, forget about it. You don't. You're not gonna say anything I haven't said already. <laughs> no, like Jordan no. can't watch two kids for it, a day. It's probably not that soon. Like she's gonna still be a little R and R and it up. She's gonna be on maternity leave still. And oh, uh, look at Jordan. Look at fancy fucking Jordan with her golden uterus. Able to carry a baby all the way to church. <laughs> Dude. Hey. Hey. You don't think I tried? I gave I, you those coat hangers, man. I sharpened them. I asked the doctor point blank if I could fucking just carry the baby for her. He told me to get out. <laughs> so. But I am going to still drink beer. And I am going to go golfing. And I'm going to sit in water. And I'm going to eat. Drink beer and eat food at a bar. Like, that's the three things I want to do. Golf and drink. <laughs> Be at a bar. And eat <laughs> food and drink. He's learning. <laughs> Sit in water and drink. <laughs> and I'll come uh, and I'll park like a mile upriver. And I'll float down to you in my kayak, and then at some point you'll be sitting. By there the time you get there, we'll be all be fucking all right. I'm drunk. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'll float. That's why I'm going to try. Anthony. What? Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, going to surprise you, that, but you know, funny dude. That would be fucking great. You're just in the river. There's clearly nobody around. Anthony. 
Maybe he's in the next <laughs> spot. Just keep floating down. Oh, God damn it. Yep. That would but that's my plan. But I'd find you on Snapchat maps and I'd track your location that way. Smart. That's smart. I did that to Beans ah, and Lincoln. That's... So Beans was with some friends and his brother, and I had my car with some VHSs in the back because I was on, on a trip driving through lincoln and so i just i found beans downtown on snapchat map and then i found him like i drove to downtown and i found him he was walking across the street and like i pulled out in front of him and he's like oh and they actually needed a ride then so then just jumped in my car what's that shit on your arm oh you don't know oh you don't know i don't know you know I got chlamydia tattooed on my arm. It's right. What is it? I think chlamydia I mean, is right there. It looks and cool. Is but what is it? Look how close we what are. What is it supposed to be? So this is where God created the first creature, <laughs> and this is then this is like bacteria. This is like fungus and shit. I don't know. Then this this plants. I assume. And the last one is the mammals. So this one's probably plants. One of these is insects. That's probably plants, insects, humans, and birds and shit. Humans are there. Chlamydia's right there. Yeah. So it's what like about the, chlamydia? Chlamydia's right here. It's the genetic history of chlamydia in humans and turtles and shit. Oh, that's for your tattoo? It's called the phylogenetic tree of life. Oh, because it means something and it's dope. It's not just a burning I was piece just of trash. Say, uh, I don't feel like you're in any position to be condescending about tattoos. I'm not being condescending. I'm trying to understand what it is. Are you sure? Because it sounded really condescending. That's your it tattoo. Did sound no. condescending. You'd really. I, don't I like the way it looks. I like the way it looks, but I don't get what it is. It's about chlamydia. No, it's a phylogenetic tree of life. So it's the genetic tree of life of all, everything. Why on is life. chlamydia in there? Because it's an important part of our natural ecosystem. It's just right next to like cyanobacteria, and for some reason, chlamydia is on this map. Cause I have a I have a picture that says exactly what each of these things are, and one of them says chlamydia. So what are you gonna do? I got the genetic history of chlamydia tattooed on my arm. I'll fucking show you the picture. I like it. All right, Bob. I got it. Didn't remember. What? What? My piece of shit. Sorry. I just like to say that I got chlamydia tattooed on my arm, and I confused you. No, Frazier, when I look at that tattoo, I know exactly what the fuck it is. Ah. Well, you should just read more books or something. I don't know. It stands, yeah, read more books, because this actually stands for All Day to Read, baby. Oh! Yeah. It doesn't. Hey, did I ever show you guys any of my tattoos? Yeah, that's why I told you you couldn't be condescending to Scott. Okay. Oh! Bob, you got some sick tattoos. Because... Because I don't care. Like, I don't care if your tattoos mean anything or not. But, like, I don't feel like anybody can be condescending to anybody about tattoos. Because, get whatever. Okay, I believe you. But it was questionable for a second. You guys, you guys, you're all fucking on guard. And I never fucking did anything. You said, you were like, that's your tattoo? Yep. You said it just like raised You raised an eyebrow? Yeah, you did All the life. eyebrow thing, man. Yeah. I yeah. saw you. We saw right through you. Yep. 
No, Dude, look, so at him. Like, look at him. He's well, gaslighting well, us. God is what he fucking does. That's that's another uh, one of my tags I, that I didn't write down. I've got a full list of my little taglines that I come up with. One of them is manipulatable. Ooh. <laughs> you should just say malleable. Nah, manipulatable. No, but Scott, 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 Scott. I'm a people pleaser. That's my biggest flaw. Scott? What? Uh, the reason I was like, that's your tattoo is because I was surprised what, from what I can see right here, I was see like a half circle with some crazy designs <clears throat> and I was yeah. thinking you got the turtle cause you were talking about the turtle, right? Mm. Yeah. You, I did talk about getting like some geometric turtles and you talked about a burning sofa and you talked about did a I? bunch of really cool Oh no, shit. it's a burning armchair. Armchair. Sorry. But you talked about a bunch of really cool shit. So when you showed me that, I was like, "That's your fucking tattoo," because what? it's none of the things you talked about. I want a turtle, uh, and I want to. I don't know where I'm gonna put the burning armchair. I forgot all about that one. In, in a uh, alternate reality, mathematically, there is a reality <laughs> where Bob says, "Well, I was just kind of uh, wondering, like, if that's your tattoo, because I got the same one," and like lifts his shirt up. And has the fucking same tattoo. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would work. It's there somewhere. No, but when I asked you guys, have you seen my tattoos? I meant the ones I did on myself. No, mm -hmm. you said you were going to do that. I've not seen those. I did I two, and I haven't done any more. Guess what? Are they bad? It hurts? Oh, it doesn't hurt that bad. It's actually really fun, and if I'm gonna be honest with you, I think it'd be easier to tattoo other people than yourself. I can see it. Well, you can use your other hand for like balance and or like pressure, stretching, stretching <clears throat> the skin. Mm, Let me yep. see it. Uh, them. You want to see them? I'm assuming they're yeah. on your leg. Your leg would be pretty easy. Leg. It's all on the leg. Fully so loaded. the first one, if you can see it, uh, is a knife oh, dagger. That looks good. And it looks like crap. It really doesn't look good. I think it looks good. But the second one I put a little more time into, and that's what it is. Which one? The spider? This, yeah. Oh, this is a chandelier retarded. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't remember that skull guy. That little skeleton skull, man. No, that's a new one, too. Oh, he's yeah. eating himself. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I God can't damn see it, Bob. it. He's got some dope fucking tattoos. It's like he's dude. I like the knee one. I like that. Yeah. That's I like the knee around the kneecap. That's fucking sick. I'm gonna steal that idea and do something with it. Okay. I'll do the same. And what what are you gonna have eating itself around your knee? Um. Okay, let's just tag team it. We'll both do the the yin yang fish. One and the other eating our kneecap. Well, you're not gonna get both fish. You're just gonna get one. No, you get the other one. Oh, well, you're the yin to my yang, baby. Jesus! Now we oh, are all our tattoos gonna be connected now. <laughs> no, what do you say? All like we've even got one. Hey, um, we all shaved our heads. Why don't we all get tattoos next? Yep, that's true. That's fair. That's true. All right, I'm done. I don't know. If, I'm not gonna look up chlamydia stuff anymore. I'm in on a tattoo with the bros. We've already established that, but we never got around to it in Miami. But. Well, yeah, but we have one that's like us. I don't think anyone else is going to get a beaver tattooed on their ass. 
which they can. I'm open to it. Hey, but... hey guys. So I'll tattoo a beaver on your ass. You could do it. I mean, you have the skills. Literally, I... it's just it's just tracing lines. Yeah. If I farted, would you intentionally fuck it up? No. Nice. That's a real <laughs> professional. That's yeah. That's a fucking man of his work right there. Yeah. God damn. <clears throat> Tattoos are. Oh, a show fuck. of wealth. Someone's like, well, you spilled bad. it, didn't you? You spilled what? it. You spilled it. On my laptop. No. Oh no. What? Is, what I didn't even know you spilled anything. For. This is fucking genius. It's gonna that's... be sticky now. Yeah, I hope it still works. Yeah, it's working, but that sucks, man. You're I'm you're gonna, being very calm. Bob's laptop. Oh, dude, you know, I don't know how calm I am these days. Okay. Uh, you won't believe what happened to me this morning. <laughs> so I woke I up, and I got ready for work, and then I went to get my car, and when I got my car, I realized there's a pack of cigarettes unopened on my seat. Now, why would that be there? That's weird. And I also noticed there was a fortune cookie on my floor. Now, I know there was a fortune cookie in the little cubby in the main little center console thingy, mm. but yep. not there. Yep. So I thought, oh, that's weird. Why would those two things happen? And then I looked exactly where I keep my wallet in my locked car, and it was gone. Hmm. Yeah, you are calm. What's, uh, how did they get in? That's a good fucking question. I checked all around my window. I assumed a Slim Jim, but I couldn't find any yeah. marks or anything. I wonder. Well, they would have had to kick it otherwise then, and that would be hard. Sometimes but... the alarm goes off regardless, even when you Slim Jim it, but. Yeah, exactly. Um, Bob, I'm going to take this moment to tell you, don't fucking leave your wallet in your car. Well, I know that now. Hey, guess what? I only got it all day at work from all my coworkers yeah. who told me don't leave your wallet in your car. And I'm like, hey, I come from a town of 900 people. I would leave my car running when I went to Dollar General. Okay, but your your wallet, man. I left the keys in the running car to go to Dollar General, Brazier. Okay, I would wait if somebody made me choose between stealing my car and my wallet. I'm, t- I'm letting him take my car every time. Uh, every, every time. So yeah. I, no, I would never let him steal my wallet. That's easily replaceable. I've done it before. No, I got important stuff in my wallet. My car, I can just report stolen. I don't give a fuck. I don't know <laughs> if I have anything really important in my wallet. I mean, I got I pictures can... of Rollins. I got my fishing license. Most importantly, oh, I have my forklift certification. So. Goddamn right. Hey, yeah. me too. Nice. Hey. Me too. You ain't special. Um, but no, I don't have a because my job was too cheap and off the radar. But, hey, you know what else I was? I was the forklift instructor. Fuck. I, I'm not that. I'm not that at You're all. A warehouse man. At heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do, you, what do you do now, Bob? What do you mean? I don't know how else to say that. About what? The, um, about that breath the whiskey in your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Smell it. <laughs> no. Yeah. What do uh, you do about uh for work? 
I'm a pencil pusher. Really? Oh, you still have that job that you like excelled at? Uh, yeah, but then it plateaued. That happens. This is so uh, I think. I think. Well, no. I think the problem is that I'm really bored there, and uh, they're really not challenging me at all. And so it's coming off like I don't really know what I'm doing, but like. Fucking bored, man. I don't give a shit about what I'm doing anymore. Nice. That's where I'm at. So, I mean, the ball's in their court. I'm getting bomb ass benefits from that job. So, if they want to fire me, they can. I'm sure I can find another job right quick. So, here, I was thinking yeah, about these big cities, Austin and Omaha. Like, yeah, there's jobs everywhere, but also there's like a lot of competition for each job. Right. So. No, uh, I, I, I was just having a conversation with my girlfriend about because um, she knows that I don't really like my job, and uh, we watched one of those YouTube videos. I don't know if you've ever seen them about those companies that do all the like weed removal and like pressure washing. Oh yeah. And like landscaping kind of Fuck, shit yeah. and up really messy driveways or what have you. But uh, the work they do is so insane, and it's super satisfying to watch. You know, they'll take a spade and cut out all the excess growing weeds, and then pressure wash the cement next to it. And mm -hmm. fucking... I mean, let's yeah. start a landscaping stuff. company, Bob. We really put the work into it, and it looks great. I was like, why can't I do that? I just need to find a company that does that, and I'll do it. Oh, I got a new job for me. What? I did. I can't. I can't say anything. That does sound satisfying. Like all of the stuff you guys do, <clears throat> except maybe the pencil pushing thing, is all stuff that I want to do like on the side here and there. But I like I don't mind my job at all. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just That's, content. I like you know? my job. It's like putting a puzzle together. It is challenging sometimes, but uh, I don't know. Like it'd be cool if I just did one bathroom a week. I could take my time on it, and then I'd have enough time. To like do some side jobs i think that's where i want to do for now just be like part-time at my job and kind of i can go to home depot and find some jobs right. well i so i was just like um thinking about this this past week so i'm about to move inside and do the csr spot you know and be doing a lot more with quotes and stuff on the inside sales and all that and with computer instead of being out in the warehouse and the counter and getting dirty and sweat my ass off and all that and I'm and like helping customers with ter with getting material, electrical parts, and like when I first started uh, last January, like of 2022, I didn't know anything about electrical parts. I had no knowledge of any of that, and I was nervous about my job, and I just wasn't that good at it. It was really hard, and it was stressful. And now I'm like to the point where my job's not as stressful. I'm like feeling good that like I know when people come to the counter. 90% of the time I can get them what they need. I can help them out. I know like there's still some stuff where I, well, they, I never got yelled at, but I, I never had to like, and now I'm to the point where rarely do I have to like talk to the guy that was a journeyman electrician that works for us and be like, Hey, I need the hand with this. I'm not sure what, you know, exactly practical wise this guy needs. I've never done this, sold this over the counter before, but 90% of the stuff that I, the people that come to the counter, I'm just like, Oh yeah, dude, I got you. I know what you need. And I go get it and blah, blah. I know I'm getting like part. No, there's a 
fucking insanely large amount of part numbers and i'm getting them like down you know i'm fucking they need oh they need half inch flux connectors that's an sc50 you know i know what this shit's at and where it's at in the warehouse blah blah and then i'm like realizing that in a couple months i'm gonna be inside doing a job that i don't fucking do at all right now and (laughs) hey fuck you what's up uh what's going on with your life I wasn't listening. I'm about to have um, another kid. So you're scared because you're going to do a new position and have to learn it all? No, it's like right when I'm getting to the point where I'm like pretty confident in my job and what I'm doing, I'm like taking on a whole new role that's like part numbers and stuff are so important, but it's going to be all computer, writing quotes, writing only sales. Like I do sales at the counter, but it's like on the phone with people doing sales, writing up quotes, Dude, reaching out to that. customers reaching but it's like good because i'll i'm confident at the counter now so i'm just getting like getting put right back into being uncomfortable and fucking sucking at my job again until i can figure it out dude if you like something you have to cut it off and mail it to someone else (laughs) that's what i do except Uh, i forgot to mail it it's been in my car for a week and my old phone i'm gonna get fucked over if i don't mail that phone hey why aren't you telling me what the fuck happened? I don't know what you're talking about. What, what do you mean you don't know what I'm talking about? I'm scared now. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't follow the group chats. What are you talking about? Your new job? Oh, I didn't like. It's a new position at my job that okay. I have now. You promoted. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, I got promoted. Um, it's dope. To what? To uh, office boy. CSR. Yeah, I'm. I'm an office boy now. Well, not yet. I'm training CSR, the counter guy CSR right now. Stand for client, service. No, nope. customer relation. sales rep. Customer sales rep. Okay. Or customer service rep. One of the two. Either way. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? I'm gonna be in front of a computer all day. I'll answer some phones, but for the most, like when somebody calls in and they're like, "Hey, we need. Can you get us 200 feet of?" two odd copper and 300 feet of three inch or uh two inch emt and blah blah blah. and i'll like write that order kick it out for the warehouse to pull and stuff but it'll also be customers reaching out to all of our our sales team like gi sales and needing quotes and lead times and stuff on material that we don't have in stock or we do have in stock but they want quotes for competing companies they have to get multiple quotes to from like us and crescent electric and stuff i'll be writing those up and um I'm so proud yeah, of you like for doing getting out of manual labor. Like, all these construction guys are just like, God damn, and just want out. <laughs> and then Dude, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm really nervous about that. Like, I'm worried. There's a real part of me. I've never sat in front of a computer for my job before, like, all day. That's fucking nerve-wracking. I'm at the computer a lot right now, but it's not. It's like helping would, customers and stuff. I would suggest orders. Beans is in front of a computer for a while. I, I wonder what <clears> Beans <throat> does for a job. I've always wondered that. <laughs> um he goes to we talked to him about it when he was here yeah well he yeah what was you remember doesn't he like go to places and fucking sell shit it seems like he has a decent job he used to work at home depot but um the fuck are we talking about beans for oh he plays solid he plays minesweeper a lot that's what i would do if i were you what well the shitty thing that we're gonna have i'm gonna have to do well it's not shitty it's just like 
time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's going to be like some downtime or something where we won't, but there's like, there's always quotes coming in. And some of them are like 400 liners where you have to, and they're like, Hey, can you have this back to us by Friday? And it's Tuesday. So you have to fucking quote, write up a big ass quote and have it back to them. And sometimes that entails reaching out to like our wire reps or our reps and saying, Hey, we need pricing and availability on this. And they have to get you that. And then you have to answer that into your quote. And it's like, yeah, it's Dude, stuff that I really don't do that much. And you can have like, you can draw, <clears throat> like you can draw little schematics and take notes. I don't need God, to do damn, that. I'm a not computer a computer in front of me. All the, I wish I had augmented reality. I would fuck around so much. Not fuck around, but I would draw a lot. Yeah, ours is, ours is a lot. Being in front of a computer is really not that bad. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. I won't know that until I'm in there. I don't know if it's good or bad for me because I'm like I'm in front of a computer quite a bit now because I process orders. I look at our list of orders. I look at emails and I help when I do a sales order or sales orders for customers. I'm at the computer, but I'm not in an office. I'm out at the counter. So now I'm be in my own office doing that shit. So. I can't believe you've never so. seen my tattoo, Bob. I just love how oh, I have man. a tattoo and no hair. I'm just like a completely don't different person. I don't usually see shit. Dude, I want some eyeglasses. I feel like I was reading my book, and I know I still have better vision than Anthony, but, like, I don't think I need eyeglasses. It's more like, uh, I feel like maybe I'm, like, squinting most of the time. I'm just like, you know... Maybe I fucking do need reading glasses. I don't think I do, but... Uh, I I'll oh, never I admit try. I need reading glasses, but, you fucking loser. The, the loser! Is, no, I'm gonna get some regular glasses that don't do anything. Because um, then I can be like, oh, I have no hair, tattoo, and glasses. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Hey. Um... So you know how I told you about how my uh, punk show went south? Yeah. Yeah. Want to hear another fuck up story? Yeah. <clears throat> I love fuck up stories. <clears throat> it starts here. Oh hell yeah! Crashers Unloaded <clears throat> Comedy Fest came to yep. Lincoln. He broke down in Bismarck. Well, hey, yeah. what? His bus broke down in Bismarck during a blizzard. But, yeah, and the Bismarck people had to. Bust him out. It was great. That's he got cool. stuck. That's he didn't cool. break down. But anyway, sorry. Uh, um, but um, that weekend, uh, it was on a Sunday night. That weekend, Sierra and I were going to Colorado to re up, you know, and get. Uh, we went to a concert of what were they? Uh, not Twenty One Pilots. Uh, AJR. Does anyone know AJR? Nope. It, yeah, it's not my music, but I went. Um. So it was a mad dash back to Lincoln, and then we went straight to the concert. But while we were in Denver, we talked with Evan. You guys know Evan. <laughs> and he hooked me up with free shrooms. Were they blue? Yes. Oh, those are the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> so Sierra, Sierra yeah. and I had the genius idea that we should take shrooms before a comedy festival. Okay. <laughs> We took him. We Ubered there. And we oh. walk in and I see the merch booth. And I was like, oh, the merch booth. And then it hit me, the first wave. 
first wave hit me and I was like, mm-mm, nope, no, 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 no. It's coming. It's like a live grenade right now. I said, Sierra, we need to get to our seats right now. And she said, the fuck are you talking about? Like, why don't we just go to the merch booth right now? Because if we go there after the show, there's not going to be as much stuff. And I'm like, I, I know you make a lot of sense, but like, we need to get to our seats. And she's like, no, 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 no. Let's go to the merch booth. So we did. And it was like a big, long wait. And I got this t-shirt and that was about it. The whole time, these mushrooms are just crawling up my back with a knife in their teeth. <laughs> I'm just like, fucking hurry. Bob, I got to just, you got away with words. I don't know. I was thinking about this today. You told me something the other, I don't remember anymore, but I was just like, the way you said it, I was like, God damn it. That Bob, he knows how to talk. Sorry. <laughs> But we tried to find our seats, and we fucking couldn't because the Pinnacle Bank Arena is gigantic. It was impossible, and everybody was already in their seats, and there's comedy shows just back-to-back. There was no way finding our seats. So we asked two different security guards to try and help us. Finally, we got to our spots. This was a lot of fighting because the second we got to where we need to get to our seats, Sierra started tripping, and then she started panicking because she can't handle her fit. So... I'm like calming her down, talking to security, trying to figure this out. I can't fucking think straight. But we get to our seats, and I'm like calm. I'm totally cool. But I can't fucking focus on the comedy at all, which pissed me off. I'm like looking up the rafters up above and the lights they aren't using, and I'm just like, God damn. (laughs) I hear the comedy, but I just can't fucking retain it, man. (laughs) That's. And then I just... I'm like, I'm like, there's nothing that could really go wrong now that I'm in my seat, unless I have to piss. And then it was about that time that I had to piss. We were like four seats in, so you'd have to like beg people to get up Jimmy. and let you out. Yeah, and then Jimmy your way out. Dog shit. But about 15 times during the show, my girlfriend would like poke me and be like, babe, babe. I'm mid-freak out. It became a vortex, and I became trapped. And I was like, I'm okay if I just stay in this one seat. But then my girlfriend would tap me. And I'm like, fuck, she wants to leave. I'm like, yeah? She goes, I love you. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> you got me all worked up for nothing. God damn. Five minutes later, same shit. Same shit. Turns out, she was freaking out as much as me. No, twice as much as me. Because she took twice as many shrooms as me, as well as 800 milligrams of edibles. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. How was she awake? Yeah, I don't know. Um, She has an insane tolerance. I could see edible tolerance, but 800, damn. She's been working on edibles for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she dabs every, like, several times a day. Uh, Don't get me started. Anyways... Eventually, she's like, babe, can we get out of here? And I'm like, let me think about it. And I just started like racking my brain, like, how the fuck do we get out of here? Do I just stand up? No, you can't just stand up. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I was convinced that if I stood up, my legs would crumble into dust below me, and I would just fall to the ground and look like a fool. Damn. So I couldn't leave, and eventually she's just like, I'm out. I follow her, and... We missed the shows, man. I saw... Well, okay. I can say I looked at some com- comics that I really, really like. But Burt Kreischer we missed. Which sucks. Because I'm pretty sure he was, like, coming up soon. 
Do you remember the who do you like? Who do you the see? Big J Okerson and oh, Louis J Gomez. You keep telling me about Big J Okerson. Yeah. Big J Okerson, man. I can't remember any other. I remember Louis J Gomez made some fucked up jokes that, like, I was like, "Yeah, he's doing it," but I can't remember what they were. Good to know. You know, you you did this for science. I did yep. it for science. You know, honestly, like Scott, can you can you be honest with me? Did you not learn so much from your bunk ass mushroom trip? I don't know. I mean, yes, you're right. I've I've learned. You, you have no idea how much I've learned from that trip. Yeah, no. Like yeah, more yeah. than a normal trip, probably like a couple three years worth of learning. Right. <laughs> so much. Oh my god. You got me there. And so, I mean, honestly, don't be a pussy. Eat some shrooms, go to a public setting, do some shit that doesn't make any sense, and just fucking see what you learn from it. Actually, my favorite one was, it, oh, this was acid. Um, And we went hiking, and I had it in my backpack, and I was like, oh, I'm going to take it at the top of the mountain. And then it got up there, and we're sweating the whole time. It's in my pocket, and like... It might have been in my uh, backpack. I don't know. But I think it was in my pocket. And then I just didn't take it. And then like two months later, I was like, oh, I'll see if that acid's good. <laughs> I tried it and it was fucking still good. Um, the best part was I went to a public park at like four o'clock. And I longboarded there. It was quite a like a mile away. And then you take it, longboard there, wait until it kicks in. <laughs> and then when it kicks in, longboard home. And it was just by myself with Nala, the cat. And I had just the best time by myself with the cat. And then it got dark about midnight. You know, maybe I took it a little later in the day, but like 8 o'clock, midnight, some point in the middle of the night, I went longboarding in the city. And I had no I was tripping balls. I didn't know where I was going, but I made it home. Like, that was the best trip I think I, I ever had. I miss I miss the good. Like, wait, were you talking about shrooms or acid there? Acid there. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, I miss I miss a good acid trip, but I I'm fucked sorry. up, and I'm a little I'm a little leery now. I haven't done it in a while, obviously. But well, my last trip was, I think, two years. It was before we had Rollin, so whatever. And Jordan wasn't home, and um, Mitch and I both did two hits and we had brady there sober just hanging out with us that fucked me up the two hits fucked me up good like there was a solid like 45 minutes where i had to go lay down in my bed because i was like anxious really anxious and uncomfortable but i was laying in bed and i was like fuck i mean what do i do i can't just like lay here i'm not gonna fall asleep so Fuck it, it's not going anywhere, and I just, like, made myself get up and go back out there, and I sat down, and I was still feeling pretty shitty, and then uh, Brady turned on the, these videos. They're, like, music, this awesome music, and it's just people dropping out of air helicopters and snowboarding down mountains, and it's fucking awesome footage and awesome music, and I was like, I'm good now. And then I, I came out of it, and I was, then I was, like, having a silly goose time, you know? But... Yeah. But when uh, when I would take it in college, dude, I that was the worst acid trip I ever had. And it was only because of like that hour, 
and it, even then after that before and after that the acid trip was so great but in in college dude i never had a bad trip it was just What's like insane i would take how acid did you not and just a, walk around the dorms how did you not have a bad trip when i was at your house and i gave hermes acid like that wasn't a bad trip that was just me trying i really didn't want amelia to know we were tripping so but she knew at I feel some like, point like i definitely told yeah because her. you were like because you kept like kicking me and telling me to tell her we were like all watching watching game of thrones or something and you kept just like kicking me and you're like tell her tell her <laughs> i could she was like tell it. me what and i was like you fucking asshole <laughs> because i was, was cool until you did that and then she got pissed off and that's where the trip went a little little backwards why would she be pissed off that you took acid um, I don't, she wouldn't, she, here's the thing. She wouldn't have been, but I don't know. I, we took I was, it, she wasn't supposed to be about. there and then she came back and then we just didn't yeah. tell her. And, um, yeah, but the thing yeah, is my trip, bad. I really didn't I was have a bad trip out. there. I, I didn't have a bad trip. My trip actually kind of like went away. Oh shit. Dude, speaking of trip, I just about had a heart attack. My daughter just walked down here. Jesus Christ, that scared me. She can walk right. down the stairs. Hold on, I gotta go. I gotta go put her to bed. I'll be back. <laughs> I thought you did that like two hours ago. All right, Scott. Oh. The break is gone. I'm good. When we okay. talk about the first time, I don't know if it was the same. I don't know if we shared our first. I don't know if we have that little bond. But uh, oh, do you remember? remember I I remember our bond. It's not the first, but our bond. Are we talking about the bond? Well, I don't know. It depends on which bond you're talking about. I have the only bond we have. Like which one's that? It was daylight, and we were hanging out at the creek house, and we were taking some and like LHH, LSH, or whatever. Maybe it was acid. Maybe it was something else. It it might have been Tyler's like LSH. You know that different type of acid. No, I don't remember that. Oh, Tyler got this vial of stuff, and it wasn't real, and yeah, yeah. we kept like taking drops of it. You know, that's exactly what I'm talking about, but I don't know about anything about it not being acid. Yeah, it was apparently called LSH. Huh. And who knows what was in there. But it kind of felt like acid. It was a great fucking time. Yeah, we did it. It was like one of the few times I've done it during the day. And we just laid in the grass. I don't remember what we did, but god damn it, it was <laughs> a good time. I remember so much from that day. You rode with oh. me. Because we were all under the bridge outside of Bankleman, uh, and we dropped it on our tongues. And we're like, what are we going to do until we get there? And I'm like, well, we shouldn't sit here under a bridge where there's fucking nothing to do, and then, like, we're going to be too fucked up to drive. Let's go to the creek house. So we all bailed out there, but you rode with me. Mm -hmm. And we got there before everybody, and I was, like, showing you around. I was like, you've never seen the creek house in the daylight, have you? And I showed you the actual, like, like the bridge, and there was a mm -hmm. turtle. And I suggested we smoke a bowl of weed with mushroom dust on it. Yeah, I remember that. And so we did. We did. And then that's about when everybody else showed up. And then we started exploring, and then everything kicked in. And it was all asses and elbows from there, man. We fucking, we played the ground is lava for like an hour. Inside the creek house? Outside the creek house. Oh, I don't remember that. Like outside in nature. We explored all the way around this giant, like, pond that I don't remember how we got there or how to get back. I don't know. We went in, like, a circle and came back to the same spot, and I was like, where the fuck are we right now? Good and we, uh, times. 
we all took turns listening to a fucked up Pink Floyd album and getting bad tripped because oh. like outside is sunshine and happiness and peace. But if you go inside, it's like dark and scary and there's this trippy ass music playing. And every one of us would like go in there for five minutes, come out and be like, what the fuck was going on in there? Was it Pink Floyd the Wall? No, it was uh, Metal, I think. M-E-D-D-L-E. Is this an album or a song? Album. I'll have to look it up. I just know that on the wall, there's that one, like, carnival song or whatever. It's, like, kind of carnival music, and it's Mm -hmm. fucked up. Like, I remember we were at Doss House hanging out, and everyone's just high on weed, and then that song plays, and everyone's just, like, for, like, two minutes, everyone's just kind of frozen, not talking. And then after, like, two minutes into the song, someone's just, like, can we turn that off? Like, <laughs> and every time I hear that song, I'm like, yeah, that's a fucked up song. Hey, Scott, you're like the, uh, you're like the, the guy behind the chair. I am the guy behind the chair. Why? Okay. Uh, how's my lighting? I feel like it's fucked up. No, I mean, it's good. That's good enough. You're better than Anthony. Cause like, I can see your face good. Like, it's all about, I don't care like how yeah, bright it is. Well, I got this fucking uh, light for when I tattoo myself. Yeah, no, that's good. But I don't know if it's doing if the you job. Want to fit, or maybe... No, it's good. Like maybe if you fit the theme, maybe if like the background was slightly darker. But because you can leave that, you just need that lamp. That's all you need. There you go. That's perfect. Now you got that fucking hell of shadow behind you but as long i mean i think it's fine fuck yeah but no that was, uh scott that was honestly one of the best days of my life dude it was for me too for sure i just wish i remembered more of it yeah yeah it was a it was a great fucking day i just the only like the only memory i really have from that as i i do i always remember the smoking the mushroom dust on the, the bowl but yeah. I think during that time is probably the time I had the memory. It was like we're laying in the grass. It was just like sunny. We're laying on like a small hill in the grass somewhere like on the other side of the creek house that we normally don't go to. Or maybe, yeah, it was like on the other side of the creek house maybe. I'm not sure where it was. It seemed like there was a creek. Oh, I know where the name comes from. But, um, but yeah, we're just chilling, laying in the grass. That's like the only memory I have from that. You don't remember the meditation scare? Oh, that sounds interesting. You don't remember that? What? What is it? No. Okay, I I swear this happened. I I cannot be lying about this. You gotta remind me who all was it. Was Brazier there? I don't. I feel like he wasn't there. I don't fucking know, dude. I know Tyler was there, but I, beyond you and Tyler, I don't remember who was there. Jeremy? I want to say Brazier was there. Okay, but we all. You guys came over the hill, and I was sitting there meditating, and the sun was about to go down, and it was shining perfectly on the Brazier! Brazier! Alright, come on. Brazier. What's up? Okay, were you there the time we took acid under the bridge and then went to the creek house? During the day. Well, we took, like, that acid or that LSD shit, and then we went to the creek house? I was gonna be back like later that day, and you guys just fucking did it without me. Well, I'm glad you okay. guys went and laid in the grass at the creek house. Yeah, that's all I remember. So, Brazier, so Brazier, 
shut the fuck up. Because Scott and I are talking. Scott. Please. What happened yes. was, what happened was, there was this perfect hill. It was at the, the, the best slope you could imagine to sit on. Yep. And we were chilling there. The sun was going down. It was so warm. You guys came over the hill and I was meditating. And I said, guys, just come join me. And you and whoever the fuck else was there came and joined me. And we were all sitting there just meditating while the sun went down. And for me, it was like I was in my head and I was trippy. Like, am I talking to God? Am I like imagining things? Whatever, whatever, whatever. But it started to build and it built and it built and it built. Like, like an orgasm almost, but like a scary orgasm. Because I didn't know what was going to happen. It was like scary. And then it got too overwhelming and I had to stand up and I said, what the fuck? But at the same time I did that, you and whoever else was there stood up at the same time and said, what the fuck was that? Really? I remember it so vividly. Dude, meditation scare. That's a fucking cool thing that happened to us, apparently. Yeah. I'm yeah, you guys sure did all the cool shit without me. Pretty sure we all saw God that day. I've seen him enough. Thank you. <laughs> the other thing I remember, Brazier, um, this one's for you. The other thing I remember is the time that uh, you wanted a trip sitter for doing Salvia. I said, "Well, I'll do it." No, you wanted me. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, and I, I was like, this. and all I right. was like, I'm gonna do so good. I'm just gonna like. You started smoking it, and you started freaking out, and I was like, I got this. I'm just going to I wasn't freaking out. I wasn't freaking out. I was sitting there, you... but you wanted to make sure I wasn't going to freak out. That's what it was. So... so I just started rubbing your back and telling you, like, hey, man, everything's cool. It's going to be okay. Yep. No, but then it, was... it turns out that on your end of things, what happened? Yeah, so I was sitting outside of this. I We were sitting on an upside-down cow tank, right? Like, that's yeah. – I think we we were both like cross legged, just sitting on that upside yep. down cow thing, yep. and um, and my head, I'm just like sitting cross legged, waiting to be inducted into this like Native American tribe, and they're like, there's teepees out in front of me, and there's like Indians walking back and forth, and they're just like in my head, I know they're talking about me like joining them, and I'm like trying to be at peace with that with that, and like come to terms with like what's about to happen like i'm about to meet the chief or whatever and come in but in the back of like i'm like i hope there's they accept me and everything but in my ear i just like i hear it's all good it's fine it'll be fine and i'm just like what the fuck is going on because in my head it was completely warped like just trust us. It'll be fine. <laughs> bad, dude. It. But then, then I didn't even get to live it out because fucking Caleb's mom came home. And then Caleb's mom came home and you had to play it cool in front of Caleb's mom. On Salvia. Because Caleb was gone. Caleb ran to the gas station and didn't fucking tell us he left. And he was like, my mom won't be home. And he fucking got in the van as soon as I started tripping and went to the gas station. And his mom pulls up, and I'm sitting in their backyard just tripping balls. Oh, my God. Thank God Salvi only lasts, like, five minutes. But I had to talk to her at, like, he did. peak Salvi. Oh, my I remember God. 
That's terrible. And she's just like a Native American lady. <laughs> no, oh, I, no, because we had to go into the garage and talk to her. I knew full well what was going on at that point. I was like, but I was like, <laughs> motor functions were all fucked up. Oh and I'm trying God. to say words. Got uh, Salvia. Does anyone know how to get a hold of Salvia? Yeah, SalviaHut.com. Uh, no, I don't trust that shit. Why? Because it's sprayed. That's what we smoke. Formaldehyde. Oh man, I'm the, the legality of it. Salvia is not legal. I know it's not legal to get in Nebraska, but they'll ship it to you. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They'll set. They'll send it to you. Have you done it recently? No, but I'm willing to. Okay. <laughs> you test it out and let me know. And if it works, I don't for know you, if it's I'll legal in North Dakota or not. Maybe it's legal here. Dude, that's the only drug, the only thing I've ever done that legitimately took me to a a different. Yeah. I miss universe. it. I want it so bad. Like, even on my acid trips and shroom trips, I've always known, like, where yep. I'm at, you know? Yep, yep, yep. But, but the salvia, it's like, I don't see anything that's actually around me. I see Native Americans. <laughs> I don't know. When I was in the ambulance that one time on shrooms, I think <laughs> I was somewhere else. But I do remember talking to the ambulance people, and I was cracking them up. So I, I was proud of myself that day. <laughs> oh you know what that sucks that, that really hurts me to hear except for the thing is why well because the time that I uh, think that I got roofied and then tried to kill myself oh uh, I was in the hospital and I was really trying to get laughs from all the doctors and I couldn't get one well see it's not the doc the hospital's a hard you can't get any laughs in the hospital. It's at the ambulance ride. The, uh, they're regular people. Well, they see the fucked up shit. Like, they're the ones who are from the front lines and see the fucked up shit. So they're just like, what are you going to do? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> well, they're more like our age. They're more like our speed. They're kind of like, they have fun. Like Doctors, they don't have any fun. That's my true. brother's calling but, me. Yeah, yeah. I, we're in every we're inconvenience to doctors. Like they're just like I should be golfing right now. <laughs> I wonder if I can just answer this right now. Hey, what's up? We just found out that um No, I I'm talking to my buddy right you now. You should mute yourself, Scott. Should... Uh Scott, Bob. So we found out that uh we can so for my job, we sponsor a golf tournament every year for all of our customers okay. but it's more than a it's more than a sponsor like we actually put the golf tournament on like we i guess we pay for beer not liquor but we pay for beer so if you want liquor it's on you flag prizes the in like the whole tournament entry fee food like all of it and uh the people who work there like csrs and stuff don't really ever get to attend that because we still have the branch open that day so they have to work it's mostly for the customers. They get in on it. And it uh, sounds like my boss is going to put all of our names in a hat this year and draw one. And that person actually gets to go golf at the tournament. So pray to whatever God you believe in that I get a golf. But then you're going to hate yourself because you're not going to contribute. Oh, But anyway. Um... <laughs> I've only golfed in one tournament this year, and I won my flight. So hey, fuck how'd you. Hey, how would you do with your with your boss man your father-in-law did you do that already we won our flight damn 
There you go. Yeah. It wasn't the champion flight. It was the one under it. So there was champion, yeah. first, second, and third flight. So and like we you won the first done better. I mean, like, you literally, you won. You, you want to know what's funny? Oh, yeah. And what's funny is they all paid out the same. So the champion, like, yeah. got the same amount of money we did. Dude, they just shot great. better. Like the championship but, uh, flight. But we, uh, what's funny is the group we were, were we were golfing with. So it was a two-man scramble. So it was me and him and then this other group. And we were tied all the way until the last hole. We, we with our the other team, had the same amount of strokes and everything. Last one, la- literally last shot, dude sinks a 25-foot putt, puts him one stroke ahead of us. They got last place in the yes. championship bracket. That's <laughs> we got first so place. Fucked. <laughs> So, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Dude, real quick. So, I had to take my little trailer and help my brother move a big china hutch, and it didn't work. So, we just left my trailer in this guy's driveway, this guy's mansion's house. I just left it in his driveway. He's like, hey, you can just leave it here. Um, I'll pick it up tomorrow. But there's three master lock paddle locks on that thing. And I was playing with one. I was, like, spinning it, and I thought I put it in my pocket. And then I lost it. I couldn't find it. And I was like, fuck. Like, and it's in his grass. I'm like, he's going to mow over this thing. Like, I need to find it so I can lock my trailer up. And I don't want him to mow over it. Like, this rich dude's house. I feel terrible losing my, my padlock in his yard. But uh, I can't find it. I had to set it down somewhere or lost it. My brother just called me. He said it was on his bumper on the back of his tailgate. And he just drove two and a half hours. <laughs> And it stayed on the back of his bumper, and he found it in like his hometown. I was like, "Jesus, we found it." <laughs> uh, why couldn't that have been your pipe? Which pipe? <laughs> oh, the one that we blew up those uh, CO two containers. No, the big bowl that we lost at the bridge coming yeah, up. Yeah, drive, you put it on your... Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was the same one. But... Yeah, I had it on the bumper, and we, uh, I, <laughs> we had a fire. <laughs> under the bridge and i threw a bunch of co2 containers in the fire without telling anyone and i was like i threw them in there and it was basically like all right time to go and then when we jumped in my pickup and took off you uh, fuck because my pickup was right by the fire we like jumped in and took off and never found that pipe again because god damn it we looked for it that was a big bowl yeah that was a a little short one with the sparkles i think like a fucking big old bowl just a little spoon pipe Dude, all the pipes we've had, like, my favorite pipe I've ever had was the blue one I got in Denver. The ice, I don't even remember what I called it, something ice or something. And it was blue and white and clear. It was fucking awesome. I love that thing. And I cannot remember. I think my dad found it and made me and broke it. Like, that was... And my sister got me a badass frosted Bob Marley pipe. But it had such a small bowl. It was like a one-hitter, but it was a pipe. And uh, my dad found it and made me go out with him and break it myself. That was pretty cool. So, yeah. Dude, the first pipe that I got taken from my dad was uh, the coolest pipe in the world. Kyle Eversall. He he drilled into whiskey bottles. And he took him like five different whiskey bottles before one didn't break. And he made like out of like a a fifth of whiskey he made a little bong out of it oh i remember that it had like a little tube yeah like a a rubber tube and a bowl and 
I was just like, it looks like a whiskey bottle. Like, I'm just going to put it in the back of my pickup. Like, I'm not going to try to hide it at all. Like, I just put it in the back of my pickup, just make thought it would look like trash. And the next day, my dad comes out, and he's like, what the fuck is this? I was like, god damn it. <laughs> Jesus. What a great hide in plain sight. Uh, yeah, just throw it in the back of my truck. Fuck. We, we made some pretty fucked up pipes tinkering in my parents' basement, too. Like, the... I made the one that was like <laughs> had a really short mouthpiece, but the bowl was like way up here because it was some like PVC fittings, and the bowl was made out of like wood up top, and then the PVC oh fittings God. were like long, and then it had a little ninety in the bottom, so it was like lightning up here, smoking the bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're not degenerates. No, no, no. That basement. I a bunch of shit. Do you guys remember my barn? Y'all ever smoke in my barn? Did you burn it down? No. Okay, good. Sorry. Does, do, you, do you guys not remember my barn? No, I love it. I've never went it a couple times. You've been there, Brazier. Yes, you have. You had to have. Up, up top, You have to, it's a very complicated way to get up there. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I think you guys underestimate the amount of fun stuff you guys did without me. Uh, Brazier, no, because yeah, there was so much you went to my house and ate my food that I had to make you eat a stick of butter for it. That's true. Bob, I think I've only actually been to your house, like, twice. Dude, no. Way more than that. Uh, Sorry. No. I think you have me confused with Jeremy or Tyler or Scott. I really didn't go to your house. I didn't like, go to your house all. that much either, but it was at least five Oh, I remember. Times. I remember because every time someone was like, hey, I'm bringing Brazier, I was like, motherfucker. Fuck. It wasn't that much because <laughs> I wasn't, I really wasn't there that much. Like, at all. I remember seeing your super messy room one time. It was and messy. Then, and then I remember trying to get you to let me play Xbox one time, and I think that's the time I ate the stick of butter. And... That's that's it. That's all I remember of your house. Nah, that that can't be. We didn't hang out at your house that much, Bob. <clears throat> I only remember like two or three times. Y'all are wrong. I'd come and pick you up sometimes, but like hanging out at your house, I was like in your room. I, was, I remember your bedroom like once. Oh, we'd never hang out in my room. We would always go to the barn. Yeah, but I've only been your barn like once. I don't believe that. Yeah, I only climbed up there like once, maybe twice, but I think I was only up there once. Huh. Well, any hooser, back in my day, that was the place to be, and uh, I made so many. I made a hookah, I made bongs, I made pipes, I made everything you could imagine until the day that my parents' flashlight went missing, and so they decided to look everywhere, including the barn for it. <laughs> they found all my creations and uh, that blew up in my face real quick. Because, you know, my mom works in corrections. And she just she just couldn't handle it. She's like, I might as well leave a light on for you at the work ethic camp. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom, let's chill for a minute. I think you need to get high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot God of people damn. that just need to get high. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, just, everybody just needs to get high, too. Right. 
You guys see my new snail? Look, he's so cute. That's a fucking battery? Yeah, it's the snail. Fuck. That's a huge battery. It's the snail. I think that's fucking huge. No, it's not. It fits in your palm. Look at that. You can't even see that. It's smaller than the cartridge. Am I looking at that wrong? That whole round thing? Yeah, dude, it's like a quarter size. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess if it was stretched out into a cylinder, it might be the same size, but still. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of like, like just. Hold on a second. I'll show you one. I like the. I get the disposables because I'm always quitting. And. uh, (laughs) Um. One of them came, it was this little short guy. And it was kind of like boom ba boom And I really like that little short one. I don't know. It was... Yeah, it looks fucking huge. Guys, green dotty. But, but, um, I haven't, I haven't hit that yet. Huh. That get was... on it, bud. No, I've been running my Delta 8 pen. That's. Oh, those. Are, that's not a Delta 8 pen? Yes. <laughs> <sighs> what are you guys sponsored by Yo Delta? No, HHC.com. Oh, yep. Right. They spray the flower with like concentrate and that's how you smoke it. Fucking fucked up, dude. We live in some dark times. All right. That's why we got to move yeah. to Ohio. Oh uh, yeah, I bet their water's really good there. Oh, is that the is that the state that that happened in? Yep. Well, that's the state where the fucking train derailment happened and dumped all the chemical in the river. Oh, I was thinking that one that they can't like Flint, Michigan, is what I was thinking. Flint, Michigan. Yeah. yeah. What you're thinking about? Dude, we live in the yeah. best place for fresh water. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's not true. The Ogallala Aquifer is right under us. Dude, and then the yeah, hills, it's get, like two foot get, down. We're not getting our water from the Ogallala Aquifer. Yeah, the majority I know, of it. but I'm just saying, like, we have access to it. That's the well, thing. Well, yeah, but I that doesn't do us any good if we're not drinking fresh water. I want to get off grid and drink well water as soon as possible. I, don't know I know, if... but we're talking... Brazier, Brazier. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, like, where the fresh water is. It's right here. What the fuck does having fresh water matter if you're not going to use the fresh water? Like, if you're going to sit on a pile of fresh water but drink poison, saying you have fresh water doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I know. And that's exactly what's happening. You're making it sound like where do we have to move to find the fresh water when it's like, move 30 minutes into the country from where you're at right now and there's fresh water. No, no, there's not. Yeah, no, there's is. fucking if not. You get a well. No, there's fucking not. Everything around us in Nebraska, at least around fields, is poison. All of the runoff from fields is a 100% poison. There's no fresh water that ha- doesn't have out of the Is that what you're saying? You'd have to build your own well. That's yeah, not. That's what we're saying. That's that's miles and miles and miles away from conventionally farmed ground. That's what you would have to do. I doubt it. Brazier. Frazier. That's not, not true. Frazier. Frazier. Can I lay a crazy question on you? What's up? You like conspiracy theories? 
Uh, it depends. Like I like I like I like dipping my toes, but I don't I don't go too far past. It starts getting real crazy. You don't like crazy shit. Well, I'm not a flat earther. That's not what I'm talking about. So like I mean that like I once it starts getting like real flat earthy. What are you talking about fluoride? As far as, as, far as levels of crazy, no, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about the theory that the planet is a living, breathing, bleeding thing. I mean, there's a lot of components to the planet, so I don't know. I guess in a sense, I believe that, but in a sense, you might believe that, right? Mm-hmm. Would you believe that possibly, if we polluted the topsoil, maybe down closer to the core, there would be some sort of a system in place to clean that water? It's called sand, and yeah, dude, it works. I was just well, telling Anthony about that- it. That would, as a filter, that works. That maybe, well, the wells yeah, are that like would sixty work. Sixty feet deep. That's why I think it's fine. I'm not saying I'm not saying Earth has a heart and a brain and lungs. I'm saying it has its own systems to clean and function and be a living thing that interacts with the other living things around it for life to persevere, like that. Yeah. But, if the water was poisoned, the plants wouldn't grow. Exactly. No, that's not true at all. Yeah, you're the right. reason why pl- a lot of the plants grow is because of poison. Yeah, like weeds, you poison weeds and they grow back better. You know. Yeah, but still, I think that like the wells are fine to drink out of. I don't know, man. I, I, I think that. for the most part, wells are good, but I don't believe that wells that are right next to a conventionally farmed field are you know i just i, I, I don't buy it i think they're deep enough to filter it out but like is fluoride bad i don't know it's like i'd rather fluoride just drink well water there, well. there's still there's still debates about the effectiveness of fluoride and cleaning teeth but there are proven tests that fluoride cause birth defects or cause developmental defects. you know what the main thing it does right what is it autism or something is that what it is? Oh, it calcifies your uh, pineal gland. Yeah, that's so you uh, you become a zombie, more or less. Just well, not. Uh, that's that's an exaggerated problem. term. Yeah, that's what it means. It, you you're not. Listen, you're not listen. as what a free thinker as much. I guess the, the pineal gland is the gland that produces a lot of the psychedelic chemicals in the brain, and those chemicals are released in like really tiny doses throughout your day and your life to cause like mood rising and creativity and Mm -hmm. all that kind of shit but you know there's drugs like dmt that will flood your pineal gland and then you'll trip so hard you'll think you're in another dimension but if you calcify it that kind of kills some of your I don't know, creativity, free thinking. Makes me think yeah. of like you're going down to the baseline. Like as opposed to like experiencing everything, you're kind of more of like exactly. a baseline thing. Yeah. Low vibration. Well, there's um I don't know all the details. I just kind of like brisked over this back in the day, but like the Nazis used fluoride. Yo, shut up. Am I wrong? When I was in Germany, I was at I was living in my house and we were cooking food and I was like looking at the sh- or the salt. 
I said, it said Salz mit Floridian. I said, what the fuck is that? He said, it's fluoride. And why is there fucking fluoride in your salt? Oh, because it's good for your teeth. I said, yeah. You know what else is good for, right? He said, what? And I told him and he just blew it off. Yeah. Because, you know what? Germans, it's it's so funny. It, it's it's a it's not just a double edged sword. It's like a triple or quadruple edged sword. They went through the Holocaust thing, where you know Nazis and Germans are assholes, so they feel super bad, and now they're super left wing, and they want to include everybody. Everybody's welcomed. They took in all refugees, stop trans hate, all that shit. But. They're still kind of puppets. <clears throat> well, you're always a puppet. If you're ingesting fluoride, you're going to be a puppet to whatever well, is like being fed to you. That's no, that's no, 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 no. I mean, they at their heart, in their core, they love rules. They love someone, the government, the big guy, Hitler, whoever, to be like, do things this way and do things that way. And they're like, perfect, we'll do that. That's how Germans are. And it's insane. Americans are like that too. So wait a minute. What about this? So yeah. everyone's so against fluoride. How do you drink your water? Filters. If, you if you're filters. drinking tap water, you yeah, have but, to filter it. Yeah. Yeah, Brita filters. I do that too. But does that get rid of the fluoride? It doesn't. There's four. I mean, but that's the best that you have. Yeah. The, or well. Water. The only thing it's in, the, well water is what we need. Yeah, but fluoride is in all like. I guess government based like city water systems, but like bottles of water don't have fluoride in them. But I don't know um, if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that. Well, they're not supposed to and they're not on the the ingredient the whatever list of ingredients yeah. or whatever in it because water yeah. isn't supposed yeah. to, but um <clears throat> I think it's like provided water, city water has fluoride in it. But will you smile for me, Anthony? Oh, he's hiding it. Hide something. What? Well, you do that Dr. Squatch. Isn't it Dr. Squatch you buy that toothpaste from? Yeah, the fluoride-free toothpaste. Yeah, because I, I got like some more comments. I'd like to buy some of that Dr. Squatch. Have I talked to you guys about teeth recently in the last podcast? About what? Teeth? No. Teeth? Uh, no. Y'all want to hear some crazy shit? Yeah. Nah. It's 50-50, so... Yeah, I'm gonna go do something else. Okay. <laughs> no, so what's teeth? As in like chompers? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I wanna know. I'm listening. Alright, so I came across this Facebook video of this guy explaining some crazy shit about dental health. And then I looked deeper and it turns out it came from this lecture and it's like an eight part series and each part is two hours. He did this like weekend lecture at a college with breaks included and whatever but it all in all it's like 16 hours it's crazy but i watched this one part about um teeth health and it's crazy he started talking about okay little background this guy's really smart he had multiple degrees he knew shit about the law that you wouldn't believe um he's a huge proponent online about how to get out of 
basic things like speeding tickets and shit like that nice. by by claiming that you're a sovereign nation and like how to get out of the law or whatever which is kind of bullshit it's all bullshit i'm not i'm not promoting any of that he got a fucking speeding ticket and pulled over and arrested himself whatever but some of the shit he says he was so fucking smart talked about work he did in the government and he did work over in chernobyl and all the uh accompanying cities and he found these big grain silos he said i'm from a farming town i recognize those those are grain silos what do you keep in there well turns out they were keeping grains that would get fermented and this one city or town was the only town anywhere near the Chernobyl mushroom cloud that wasn't sick or dead. And he wondered what was up with that. Well, it turns out these fermented grains were producing the super anti or word uh, super probiotics because that's how you make probiotics is you ferment grain. They were making these super probiotics that were doing more than just helping your gut health. They were helping them stay super healthy to the point that radiation poisoning wouldn't affect them. <laughs> and he said he learned a lot of stuff about probiotics when he was there. Like, uh, any probiotic that you take shouldn't be something that dissolves in your stomach because the pH is way too high, right? It's going to kill... The bacteria in the probiotic because that's what a probiotic. I was gonna, I was gonna ask a question like, doesn't it? If you're taking too much probiotic, doesn't that increase your risk of infection? Because, like, the main thing you want in a, when you're taking when you have an infection is an antibiotic. Antibiotic. And, yeah. and but when so, you're done antibiotics, they 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 suggest you take probiotics to bring your health back during, to baseline. Actually, during while you're taking them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But. But if you're just coasting, like uh, healthy, but you're taking probiotics, doesn't that increase the risk of infection? I doubt it, because the probiotics no. you're taking are like healthy bacteria. They're not the ones that are going to all healthy bacteria. You. you have shit bacteria in your guts, and you have good bacteria in your guts, and it's a constant battle between the shit and the good. When I, and they're they're you want them at balance. When I was but, taking antibiotics, it was you would take the probiotic you take the antibiotics let it do its thing for 12 hours then you take the probiotics let it do its thing for 12 hours then you take the other thing and it kill everything you're constantly killing them but you as long as you have some in you to keep you going they say that um, your gut biome is the root of all of your health if it your is. gut biome sucks shit if you're eating twinkies and mcdonald's every day you're going to be so miserable your whole system is going to be off whack you gotta think of it like a jungle, or like you know, like nature. Well, if you're feeding it, if you're feeding it shit, it's gonna, nothing's gonna grow. But you want to like feed it that's healthy not true. stuff. No, it's but, actually weird. Like if you eat fast food all the time, you, your your bacteria grows based on what you're eating. So if you have well, a, that's true. If you have a McDonald's diet, you're growing McDonald's bacteria, and that's a bad bacteria. So like. You gotta feed whatever that good bacteria you want. The good bacteria eats on healthy food. So like, once you eat McDonald's for so long, your bacteria is craving McDonald's. It's like you crave McDonald's. Like it's crazy. Like your gut bacteria controls you, for sure. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's what I'm saying. 
And so um, what this guy said was you want to take probiotics that won't dissolve in your stomach. That's hard to do, but they are out there. I found one, and it's a little pearl thing that you take that apparently dissolves in your digestive system, which is what he said. That's where the probiotic works is in your digestive system. But first, it has to su survive your stomach acid. That's why eating yogurt, they suggest it for stomach health, but it doesn't do anything because it all gets dissolved in your stomach acid. Your pH is too fucking high. Yeah. So, but... I mean, but, okay, so if I started taking that, say I started taking a probiotic that made it to my digestive system daily, or, you know, whatever the routine is, um, that's going to significantly boost my immune system. Well, it depends on what probiotic you're taking, because there's multiple strains. This is where it gets complicated, is because... Um, it's actually interesting. There's strains that can affect just about anything in your bodily health. You just have to do the research and find out which one works best for you. Yeah, you said well, that's immune just like... system. It's like immune system, but it's also like your hormones, how good, how much energy you have. Like exactly, it's, it's, like, it's not your just hormones. your immune system. It's like your how you feel. Yeah. So, in a sense, it's just like any other supplement, as far as like magnesium, vitamin C, vitamin D, calcium. No, it's fish like oil, a super like, supplement because the gut bacteria because they all do. They actually things. create like chemicals. Yeah, they create all the chemicals that go to your brain. So right. it's like exactly the the cultures your you're pharmacy. building inside your body. The cultures you're building inside your body are producing either good or bad chemicals throughout your body. Right. Wait. So if you if you support the cultures inside your body with good bacteria, then they're going to produce good things inside your body, and it works the same way with ignoring them and eating dog shit food yeah, you don't have to take probiotics every day you just got to eat like fermented foods every once in a while what if i take a probiotic every day but continue to eat shitty it'll probably balance out kind of sort of uh, well you're not feeding them so they would they wouldn't like the cult the cultures you ingest in the pill aren't gonna like grow because they're not getting their food. okay so what if i ingest that probiotic and, I mean, one fermented dish a day. Like, not maybe a full meal, but, like, a dish. Oh, that's fucking hella good, then. But like, then, wow, I, I, like but then I just only eat McDonald's, you know? Like, what's the good to bad ratio here? Like, what's... Well, I like because my gut biome is still going to be getting... You gotta have a diversity, too. So, like, the bad bacteria, yeah, you don't want it, but probably some of them it's good. Right. The necessary but, evil. I don't know about. I'll fucking. I think I read a book once about the gut microbiome, and it was fucking like changed my life. I was like, yeah, because it's like you don't need but, to take supplements. You don't need to take any medicine. Just fucking. The other thing is mushrooms are apparently boost your immune system. So I don't. Bro. Yep. Stop, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So like lion, not Scott. not psychedelic mushrooms. No, Scott. 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 I have recently gotten into two things in my life. One of them is probiotics. Oh, do you have cold sores, Bob? No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he you got it. me going. Okay, the other thing that I got into was mushrooms. So it's really trippy that you just said that. No, it's uh, it's called Mushrooms for Cold Sores on Reddit. 
and I looked it up, and apparently these people, they drink, like, this mushroom tea, and, and they take these mushroom supplements. It's, like, lion's mane and all these, like, you know, herbal mushrooms, not uh-huh. psychedelic. And uh, apparently it boosts, boosts your immune system to take these mushroom supplements. Like a, Yeah. So when you get a cold sore, you can kind of feel it tingling. And so they kind of take these mushroom supplements daily just to kind of keep your immune system up. But if you ever do feel a tingle, you like double the dose or triple the dose. You just give yourself a fuckload of mushrooms and uh, it gives your immune system a boost and like your cold sore kind of just goes away. Like you can skip the whole cold sore basically if you can time if you time it right. And so I'm like, I don't get cold sore. I'm like, that's fucking dude. It's like, it's a fucking hell of a deal. It's like, you don't want them. So it's like, if I can, if I can stop having cold sores, that's pretty cool. Anywho, uh, yeah, no, I know what the fuck you're talking about, well, dude. I take Lion's Mane every morning. I just have a supplement that has, like, seven different ones. I'm going to start okay. growing mushrooms right there, I swear to God. That's a good call. Um, good call. I was telling Anthony earlier. Um, anyway, the other thing is... He's also telling me he wasn't going to spend any money on greenhouses. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a roller coaster. Um, and tattoos, like, everything. But the other thing is you, you hyperventilate yourself. Um, so whenever I get cut in a river and like, I'm like, oh, well there's bacteria getting in me. You gotta, I forget the technique, the Hube, old Hubes, he tells me this. Um, he's like, if you hyperventilate yourself safely, I forget how you do it. It's like, you gotta like breathe in and out and do all this shit. Hyperventilate yourself essentially that puts you, stresses your body out. And when your body gets stressed, your immune system spikes. So like if you ever get sick or you cut yourself in a river, you should probably take a bunch of mushrooms and hyperventilate yourself. And you don't need you don't need to do nothing. Dude, we're well, Scott, when you die, you're gonna like meet God and find out God's real. And he's gonna be like, Hey, I just want you to know that Huberman was literally making all of that stuff up and you took all of it to heart. So yep. you know, he's, there's that. I'm a ride or die, man. <laughs> Bob, are you gonna stay on long enough for if I get another beer? Yeah. Yeah. You know who Wim Hof is? God damn it, Bob! Wait, answer my question. Hang on. No. Say yes or no. No, I no. want to ask you a question. No, who's Wim Hof? Just say yes. Did you say yes? No, I said, I no. said no. Bob said no. Also, who's okay. Hans Gruber, Bob? Hans Gruber. Yeah, who's that? I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Is he, do you know or not? Yes or no? I've heard the name, yes. You've heard the name, but you know what industry he's in? No. Me neither. So who's Wins Gruber? Or what, what was that guy? Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Who's he? Wim Hof. He's this uh, super Olympic, super athlete guy. <laughs> and he apparently has this breathing technique that allows him to breathe under underwater, under ice. He'll, he'll go to the Arctic. He'll swim under ice for insane amounts of feet. He'll swim so long that his cal his eyes they'll they'll freeze over. Frozen eyes, yeah. He's, he's had to be like guided because he was swimming so long in Arctic water, but he has this breathing technique that he swears will allow you to do shit like that. Do shit like what? I'm talking about like not fighting off infections, not breathing underwater. Are you kidding, bro? Do you know what 
being in cold water does for your body. It does. Yeah, it's a. Re it makes your body recover insanely fast. It makes you release um, cold. Well, either heat shock or cold shock proteins that will repair your body insanely. Yeah. The uh, there's a chance the the extreme like the extreme athletes like that. They that's why they go sauna, cold plunge, sauna cryo, or sauna cryo, cryo like cryotherapy. Yeah. You do cold plunge first, and then sauna the cryo, sauna cryo. That's okay. and that makes your recovery. Just like, I'm just gonna get a big trash can and put ice in it and go in my garage. You can do that. It totally works. Yep, three minutes though. That's that's the time you aim for. Three minutes. Yeah. And then you drop your but temperature by like 15 Scott. degrees or more. Scott, the shit it does for your body is beyond your comprehension. I'm ready. I need a cold plunge. But I'm telling you, if you listen to Wim Hof and adopt his breathing technique, he says you can just like completely survive Arctic cold waters. I don't want to do that though. I just want to like just hyperventilate myself and not, and, you know, just every once in a while. Okay. I need to, do I don't need to swim in Ar Arctic water, dude. No, Scott, I'm using hyperbole to explain how good his technique is. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well dude, but he's an Olympian. He's an Olympian, so... But does he do heat, too, you know? Does he... Like, that's... Does he have a podcast and sell supplements? Because that's the only people I he's listen been to. On, he's been on Joe Rogan a bunch of times. Because mm. heat is, is, like, just equally as important as cold, as far as recovery goes. So that... I mean, does he do heat also? Does he talk about that? I don't remember. I don't know. Because that would be a different like side of things. The cold, I mean, it's hard enough to like the the cold plunge or whatever. It's hard to do that for three minutes and like keep your breathing steadied. So yeah, that's a big deal. But like heat, I want to know if he has any extreme heat he exposes himself to. I don't think so. Anyway. But Joe Rogan adopted the Wim Hof thing a long time ago and got a polar plunge or a cryo mm -hmm. chamber. I can't remember. He does a polar plunge every morning. Okay, and then uh, he got the infrared sauna to yep. do the heat. Yeah, and uh, that's probably your best source for the combination of the two. No, I what does he say? It's like 212 is what he fucking goes in at or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking insane, dude. dude. That's, almost, way to go. that's almost boiling water. <laughs> I went in one once. But that is, right? 200 degrees, right? It's like you go in there and it's like 70 degrees. It's like room temperature and then it just slowly cranks up. And I could bring my book like because there's no water. Like you just fucking chill right. in there. It's all dry heat and it's less. Yeah. It's actually lower temperature than the wet saunas. I That'd think. be nice. To hey, Scott, you know what? Oh, you can build one easy. What? I've been meaning to ask you. When are we going to cut the bullshit and build an Earth ship? That's like what I'm talking about. It's my job. Um, yeah. When are we going to do that? Well, where do I buy, where do I buy land? Because like wherever Nebraska, the fuck we want over the Ogallala Aquifer. But that's true. Other than that, I don't care. Well, it's like the Sand Hills. We need to fractalize ourselves away from big cities. Like so, Why? because where I got trained for my flying my paramotor for two days um minneapolis is a giant city and then st cloud i think 
is a big city, like, I don't know, Grand Island size or something. And then Little Village or some shit. I don't remember what the town is called. It's like Little Town. Little Town is like the size of Grant or fucking McCook or something. Maybe call it Grant. And then it was like this so a small town outside of a big, a smaller city outside of a big city. And it, they were all like 30 minutes apart. It was just like this little fractal. And then you live on a live on a farm outside of that small town, outside of that big town, outside of that huge city. Oh, another reason. That's an ideal that. place to live is what I'm saying. Okay, I see what you're saying now. I like that. Another reason is because the, the well will be good for drinking water, but you're not going to be able to water plants and water enough food to sustain yourself off of a well. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. We have an Ogallala Aquifer th- supplying our well. It, but you're gonna have a well. That's how big. Like, how big are you making your well? I don't know. My well, my house. parents' house was enough for everything we needed. I want to. I want to know when you're building your well. Field, when you're doing like a garden. Yeah. You're not gonna so you're not gonna have anything except your garden for food then. You'd have a big fucking garden, but yeah. I'm gonna be selling the shit and to market. And he'll be double adjacent to a big city. Yeah, I'm gonna sell my shit in like a farmer's market in this in the small town or the bigger town. And then the I'm closer have, you are to a bigger city I'm gonna have the like, closer you're gonna be to a conventionally farmed land. Yeah. That's and okay. your water, right your me. water supply for the well, or for the your actual well, water supply, nope. will be fine. But you're gonna have runoff from that other land around you. You'll always have that yeah, if you're you close can, to you that. Plan at for it; it'll be Frazier. fine. Frazier. If we're always gonna have it, then why do we even talk about it? Like, why do we? Even I bring said it you're up? always gonna have it if you're close to a bigger city. Why wouldn't it infect the whole aquifer? No, it's not the aquifer. He's saying you're near no, the farmland. It's... You're always going to be near farmland, so you can't get away from it. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is, if it's seeping into our groundwater, why wouldn't it affect all the groundwater? Why wouldn't every bit of what comes I'm... out of the Ogallala aquifer be fucked? I'm not saying what you're pulling out of your well. I'm saying the field that's across the highway from you that conventionally farms and sprays chemicals all over their shit is going to have runoff when they irrigate that's going to run across that highway or through the air and be on the soil that your plants are in. Oh, okay. That that's what's going to happen. And but the farther you can but you can still place yourself farther away. So the farther you're away from it'll be fine. You dig a ditch so that way if there's ever a flood that you're worried about that just goes away from your property. And then you put some. I, you guys, I mean, you guys must fucking and take a lot of fluoride over here. The way you just brush that off, but there's a reason why heart disease is the number one killer of America, and it's because of every single thing that we eat and drink. Even organic food at this point has chemicals in it. Dude, I'm way more worried about all the oh, plastics dude. I breathe in. Uh, I'm real sorry. I'm high as shit, so I totally got derailed, but. I was actually going somewhere with that story about the guy talking about probiotics. <laughs> because we were talking about eat mushrooms. We were talking, we, we were we talking about teeth. And uh, 
what this guy was saying was he's worked with labs that uh, produce probiotics and they can they can do more than just help your gut health, dude. You can get probiotics that helps like specific things in your body. And one thing they found was probiotics that can help your teeth. Lactobacillus bacillum or something like that. Something all like that. Called that. No, they all start with lactobacillus. Oh yeah. But um he said he said the most dangerous aisle in supermarket is the toothpaste aisle because we're putting all these chemicals directly into our mouth. It makes no sense. He says if you take this certain strain of probiotics and just like make like a mush on your teeth and just let it sit there, it will do wonders for the uh the biome of your mouth and keep your whole system healthy. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, and and the teeth the teeth are uh, directly like connected to your brain so that's yep. they say if you don't take care of you keep your teeth you get alzheimer's yeah yep exactly. it's all because it's all about plaque it's alzheimer's and dementia and all that is all about plaque build up in the brain hmm. so where do we get these probiotic pastes well he said you gotta buy it in a capsule form and then take the powder that's inside the capsule and then you know make like mix it with water and because so what, what you uh, you're intended you're intended to take the pill and then you lose half the shit that you take because of the pH in your stomach, whatever. Take that powder, you mainline it right on your gums and your teeth. But boys, on that note, I probably gotta head out. <laughs> I'm gonna head out. I just walked into the studio. Um Yeah, thanks right. for getting on, Bob. I'm glad you did. God yeah. damn. I think I'm done. Oh boys representing Ball yeah, Paul boys. Episode. <laughs> episode. That's right. That's. I'm glad we kept our right. promise. Next step is a tattoo. I'm holding y'all to it. I'm in. I'm okay. all. I'm in. Burning dude. chairs, or what are we thinking? I don't we'll know. Y'all come up with an idea. Oh shit! All right. all right. Well, that was a good episode 29 of You'd Be Dead. Nice. Bye, Later, y'all.